maintaining a healthy gut, protecting them from scours, reducing digestive upsets and stress while maintaining good health. It's naturally safe and ideal for animals of all ages. ProNature is available in a wide range of packs from International Animal Health. HQ. We're all locked and loaded now. With the latest news. Stand by for a start. Form analysis and markets. Plus interviews with the key jockeys and trainers on today's thoroughbred racing. And the gates are back. Racing HQ. On Sky Sports Radio and Sky Racing. In association with Racing New South Wales. And the Australian Turf Club. This is Racing HQ. Morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Racing HQ Saturday. Great to have your company on Golden Rose Day for 2022. We get to see the nation's best three-year-olds go head-to-head -head over the 1,400 metres at Rose Hill Gardens. The big group one up for grabs. Really, with the girls, they've been so good as two-year-olds and three-year-olds. Or will one of these boys put their hand up and put a big group one next to their name and all of a sudden become a damn valuable animal. The Golden Rose, the Golden Pendant at Rose Hill Gardens today. The Shannon Stakes, our group to level the heritage. A terrific program of racing in Sydney today and, and bring it on. A little bit of a look towards the skies as well. The radar... Is okay at the moment. We want uh, any rain to steer clear, that's for sure. But a great day ahead of us and a great morning. Good to have you with us. Uh, you can tune into Sky Thoroughbred Central, Sky Racing One. Uh, download the Tab app, maybe update your Tab app. Uh, the, the new Tab app, not so much new, but it's um, uh, coming into, into line and the latest technology used with that Tab app. So have a bit of a play around with that and uh, start to get used to the way the new Tab app looks and the way it functions. Well worth a look there as well. well you might be on the wireless driving around, you might be working, you might be with the horses or walking the dog or doing stuff with the kids great to have you with us uh, as we get going and try and find some winners on this big saturday race day of course go around the grounds to all the tracks shortly to get uh, the latest in uh, track conditions all around the place brody nixon uh, he'll join us with those trial horses uh, just at about a quarter to seven this morning. A couple of trainers uh, before seven o'clock. Kristen Buchanan is up for a chat. She'll have Oakfield Duke. And if we can get him, I think he's on his way to the airport. He might be at the airport. Rob Heathcote said he'd come on a bit of a chat. Of course, uh, Rothfire didn't quite pan out for him last night, but I know there's a few Star Tontes fans out there, and she's a great chance in the Golden Pendant. We'll try and have a chat with Rob before seven o'clock. Brett Devine as well from the Australian Turf Club. Duff joins us after seven. Ron will have a chat with Nathan Doyle, Anthony Cummings there for a chat, Mick Kent Jr., Darren Beeman, Timmy Clark, all the form after 8 o'clock, Brad Gray's done the form, Glenn Munsey, again, Munz will um, tell you uh, all about the Tab app as well, um, such a technology-minded man is Munz, he'll, he'll put us on the right track there for sure. Of course, it's grand final day in the AFL, good luck to the Swannies, they take on the Geelong Cats, there'll be a mornings and preview with Mark Hunter and Dean Lester at 9 o'clock, Michael Maxworthy's done the form for Toowoomba, Gary Harley has done the form for Newcastle. Behind the gates after 10 o'clock, uh, can the run continue? Been a good little uh, uh, little thing, uh, the multi for, for those that have played in recent times. And we'll try and land that multi again. Brad Davidson, Darren Flindell, Hurls and myself will have a crack at that. A bit of a roundtable discussion after 10 o'clock. What about um, uh, trading places with the tab? How's their lay of the day going? It was Nature Strip last Saturday. And went well, didn't it? Anyway, you get, you get the chance, you get the chance to tab take these horses on like a take on Nature Strip. Anyway, they'll have that chance again. Timmy Ryan, good luck to you. And um, it's become one of the great formulas, betting formulas, just back the lay of the day with the tab. It's been working out pretty well in recent times. Sean Patterson is track manager at Rosehill Gardens. Sean is on the line. G'day, Sean. 
Good morning. What, uh, what are conditions like at Rose Hill Gardens for Golden Rose Day, but more importantly, what rating did we go up? Yeah, look, we're a soft five this morning. Uh, probably a better side of a five. We've missed most of that rain uh, over the last couple of days. We've only recorded 0.3 in the last 24 hours. Our total for the last seven days is 8.1 mil. Uh, look, it's overcast conditions, but there's a bit of blue sky coming out. So um, everything seems to be pretty good and uh, happy to start on a soft five. And, and what that forecast potentially was, it has dodged your part of the world. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they are still saying that there's a chance of about 7 mil today uh, throughout the day, so I don't think it's going to be too great at any one time. Uh, but at the moment, the radar's looking pretty clear, uh, so hopefully that sticks around and we can get to the race meeting with sunshine. Have you had a gallop there this morning, Sean? Any uh, any updates from the riders at uh, the track this morning? Yeah, Jason Collett uh, galloped one this morning. He thought it was a soft five. Uh, Chad Schofield thought it was the five, uh, probably a bit more of a genuine five. Uh, so everything backs up the data and we're happy to start there. And you put the rail on the true there, Sean? Yeah, back to the true. Uh, last fortnight was at five metres. Back to the true. Uh, I said, open it up, get as much ground as we can. Uh, with the rail moves we have done over the last you know, three or four months, just using all the ground. So nice even base this morning, uh, good cover of grass and ready to go. These are the big days, aren't they, Sean? I know we have Golden Slipper Day, Shaw, and, and, and the Carnival uh, in the autumn, but this is this is one of the big days of the year for, for the club out there. Yeah, definitely. We always look forward to the uh, Golden Rose Day. Um, and I suppose, as you said, the, the week's been kind to us so far. We're starting on a uh, soft track, and I'm really looking forward to getting underway. Good on you, Sean. Good to chat. Good luck today. Thank you. There you go, Rose Hill Gardens. Soft fire, the better side of a soft fire. They haven't had maybe the rain that was anticipated, and that is great news. Um, still a few horses coming out um, the last little bit, last 48 hours, and a couple this morning, as, as will happen, and, and you know, that, that's just the nature of it. But uh, a soft fire, that's um, just, just a lovely, lovely racing surface for Rose Hill Gardens today, on one of the biggest days of the season. Newcastle are racing today, and Chris Nation is on the line for a chat about the track. G'day, Chris. Hey, mate, how are you? Very well, thank you. Can you set the scene at Broadmeadow for us, please? Yeah, we've got a really foggy kind of uh, still morning this morning. Um, look, there's some cloud there. It's quite high. Um, obviously, the forecast and rain over the last couple of days hasn't been as much as what we thought, which is, thank God. Um, we've had a mil, mil and a half over the last 24 hours, which is about 19 mils uh, in the last couple of days. Um but it was a nice little drying afternoon uh, yesterday. Obviously, a big dew this morning. The rail's out five metres. It's a nice little pad. Um, but we'll be on a soft seven to start. The riders thought it might have been a little bit better than that. Um, but we thought we'd better leave it in that soft range just because of uh, of the dew there and, and the overhead conditions. What's uh, what's the radar saying for your day today, Chris? Yeah, look, I, I I've given up on the radar between you and me, but. Uh, it, it says that we're meant to get rain this afternoon between uh, you know one and five, which look may eventuate. But looking at the radar myself, and I'm no good a judge, it looks like the clouds moving through. So uh, obviously it was coming from the front uh, that was going past, coming from the north of us. Now it's actually on the back end of it, coming from the west, um, and it doesn't look like there's too much more to the west after about nine o'clock. But uh, as I said, I'm no radar judge. And, um, it could turn again and start coming back down on us. So it looks it looks promising. 
Um, but I don't want to be too cocky. I've got it wrong too many times. <laughs> and we all uh, busy, um, busy time at the club. Clearly, we. I mean, uh, the hunters around the corners had a, a, another big meeting the other day. You happy with the way that the track does present today? There's, it's been a busy enough schedule. Yeah. Look, it's in great order. Obviously, as soon as we get a bit of soil temperature in this track, it starts to improve. Uh, everyone, everyone wants to wrap it after last weekend. It's still not there. Um, obviously, the weather helps it, but um, she's very thin. Uh, on top still. Uh, I've sprayed my rye grass out in the recent week, um, which hopefully allow the kite to come back and take over and, and really get some strength this summer. Um, as I said, if, if they're right with the weather patterns, then we're going to get the wet summer. It'll actually be a benefit to this track this year because it obviously dries so quick. Um, I find it hard keeping the water up to it in the summer, so it may do me a favour and coming in the next winter, I'm hoping this track can keep moving forward. So, look, I'm happy with it. It's in great condition, but we can always be better, Rich. Not sure. Um, I'm not sure you'll see your your boss Dwayne today. I'm tipping he's still wrapped up in that Parramatta Duna of his. The moment. See him. He was here at two thirty <laughs> in his in his colours. I thought he was going to run on for him. Okay. It'd be hard to stop down that wing still, I reckon. <laughs> I've told the trainers they all wink. They don't see him at track work. I said, you'll see him this morning. <laughs> don't talk about the footy day. We don't want to hear that. <laughs> uh, a week's a long time in football, but he's going to enjoy this week. And as will all Parramatta fans. Good on you, Chris. Thank you. Good That's luck today. Thanks, mate. Good on you. Chris Nation there. And, uh, yeah. Newcastle uh, Newcastle Racing today. Uh, Gabe Urbis is joining us for the Toowoomba uh, track uh, report today. Gabe, a very good morning to you. Hey, mate, how you going? Re really yeah. well, thank you. I mean, we we've seen some of the horrific rain events again down on the Gold Coast and that part of Queensland. What's, what's it been like for you guys in Toowoomba this week? Yes, mate, it's actually been pretty good, to be honest. Like, we had uh, 23 mil Wednesday night in a Thursday morning. But yeah, overall, no, it's been pretty good. Like, we've got a nice fine day today. Tracks, tracks, genuine good for race well. Okay, so um, again, do you, do you put horses over that track this morning, or what? Uh, uh, you've um, obviously did gone through a bit of a walk out there this morning. How, how's yeah. it feel underfoot? Oh yeah, man, it feels great. You know, it, it's like I said, genuine good for have a you know bit of give in it. Yeah, it's, it's a great surface to run on today. And what are conditions like there at the moment, Gabe? Yes, weather's fine, mate. I had a heavy gear this morning, but yeah, first race at one o'clock, it'll, it'll be perfect by then. And there's nothing quite like the paddo shaped plate, is there, Gabe? We get to see these two-year-olds uh, out there. I think it's traditionally the first two-year-old race in Queensland, and it's uh, it's race three this afternoon for you guys. Yes, yes, yeah, mate. Should be should be a good, real good one that one. Look forward to it. Good on you, Gabe. Good to chat and good luck today. Thank you. All right, thank you, mate. See you. There is uh, Gabe Urbis uh, joining us there for the Toowoomba preview today. Good four, yeah, the, the baby's out in force. Wouldn't be a tear old race up there if there weren't a few Mashanis. How many are there? One, two, three, four, five, Mash five Mashanis accepting there for Les Ross. Can't say Les doesn't get him up and going. And uh, the two-year-olds are, are out in force, the babies, in that... Um, uh, Pado Shea Plate. Uh, thousand metres the journey, race three out of Toowoomba today. Uh, Mornington takes centre stage on grand final day traditionally and Michael Suey is joining us for a chat about the Mornington track today in Victoria. Michael, good morning for you on grand final day. Morning, how are you? Very well, thanks. Uh, uh, you know, great, I'm sure the club are delighted that on this day every year the spotlight is very much on your track today can you set the scene for our listeners please yeah so currently uh tracks on a soft five 
um, going stick of 9.3 and uh, we've only received 0.2 of a mil of rain in the last 23 hours and 18 mils for the week. So uh, the rail in the true position, um, it's got a very even cover of grass and expect it should race well. Okay, for those that don't bet at Mornington all the time, uh, can you give us an idea about the track? Do you want to be on speed? Can they uh, make up ground and hit the line? Just give us a bit of an idea about Mornington for those that mightn't play there all the time. Yeah, Mornington, uh, it's got a, um, a pretty short, only 200 metre uphill um, straight. So uh, it's usually no disadvantage to be on speed at Mornington. But uh, having said that, without even cover of grass, and it's only our second meeting back from a 12 week break. So tracks in very good order. So uh, should race well. Okay, so soft five to start the day, Michael. Yep, that's correct. And she most likely stay soft five for the remainder of the day. Okay, beautiful. Good on you, Michael. Thanks for the report and good luck today. Thanks, mate. Bye. There is a Michael Suey, soft five. If you're having a bet there at Mornington today, a, a soft five for the Mornington circuit. We're working our way around the grounds, our, uh, our various track reports, and appreciate these track managers coming on busy mornings for them as, uh, as they try and uh, get these tracks um, organised for race day. Uh, we might head to a short break here on Racing HQ Saturday. In fact, before we do go to a break, we can we can tidy up our, our final track to have a chat to this morning, and that is uh, Craig Hall. He'll tell us all about Morphville Racing today. Craig, good morning to you. Good morning. I was going to uh, sort of you know, normally ask you know, track managers what kind of a week you've had in, in your various cities, but I was in I was in Adelaide on Wednesday, Thursday, and yesterday, so I kind of know how, how it was, and we haven't had a whole lot of rain. No, we've only had the 14 mil um, for the week, um, so it hasn't been too bad uh, compared to other parts of the country. But, uh, um, yeah, so now we've come up with a soft six for today with a penile 6.11, and we've gone out three more metres with the rail to uh, nine metres from the 1,000 to the winning post and six metres remainder. Okay, you sound happy enough with the way that track presents there, Craig? Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, come up very nice. Um, it's only meant to be 17 degrees and fine today, so um, yeah, it might stay in that six range for a fair bit of the day. Um, and see, there's only light winds, so that shouldn't affect um, the running of the races too much. Okay, beautiful. Good on you, Craig. That's pretty straightforward. Thanks for the chat and good luck today. No worries. Thank you very much. Good on you, Craig Hall, track manager there at, uh, at Morpherville. So we'll go through them again. Rose Hill Gardens. We go on a soft five. Sean telling us the better side of a soft five at Rose Hill today. Newcastle, Chris Nation telling us it's a soft seven. Toowoomba. Uh, they'll go on a good four in Queensland today. Mornington, uh, a soft five. And Morpherville, a soft six. And I'll tell you what, you feel for some of these clubs in New South Wales. Again, we've had um, abandonments or postponements because of the wet weather. Uh, come by chance. I wonder whether they might be having a, a phantom meeting at Cumber Chance today. They probably would have moved all the food and uh, food and grog in there for, for the day. And if the meeting's off, what a shame. But I'd imagine uh, if you're at Cumber Chance picnics, you, you don't need a race meeting to have a good time, wouldn't have thought. Uh, Grenfell, Gerildery and Moree are also off. So great shame uh, for those clubs. But we know just um, what some of the weather's been like in recent times. Newcastle, Rose Hill takes centre stage in, uh, in New South Wales today. The Gold Coast are heavy 10 and they are racing So uh, at this stage. But uh, anyway, that's a look at the, uh, the tracks around the nation. At about a quarter to seven, great to have you with us. This is Racing HQ Saturday on Golden Rose Day for 2022. Great honour, Rob. Great group of three-year-olds again will face the starter at Rose Hill Gardens this afternoon. One of the real, really important races uh, on our calendar. And uh, we'll find out who wins that race a bit later in the day. It'll be broken down 
over the course of the next four hours. Take a short break here on Racing HQ Saturday. On the other side, Brody Nixon with a couple of horses that he's found from the trials. Kristen Buchanan is there for a chat about Oakfield Duke. Great chance in the midway. And we'll try and get a hold of Rob Heathcote. I think he's on his way to the airport. He's going to come to Sydney and settle up Start Tontes. Isn't she a great chance in today's Golden Pendant? A break and back with more. HQ Insurance gives you peace of mind with 24-hour fall cover and no excess on life-saving surgery claims. Plus optional extended fall policy until the 2024 yearling sales. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more information. Be sure, insure with HQ. The all-new Nissan Qashqai, X-Trail and Pathfinder arrive in Australia soon. Demand for these all-new SUVs is high, so visit your Nissan dealer today to place your order. I reckon the best bit about running your own trades business is the late nights doing paperwork. You know who said that? No one. Because no one likes f***ing paperwork. That's why I got Fergus to take care of it. Quoting, invoicing, job cards, scheduling, all that. Fergus sorts it. Thanks. Fergus Job Software. Tradies swear by it. Visit fergus.com slash radio where you'll get a $200 discount to get you started. TAP has racing offers on TAP this spring. On races one and two at Rose Hill, Mornington and Toowoomba this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet. And if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's six races across three tracks. If your bet loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. For racing on TAP, download the new TAP app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers at 1-800-858-858. Live up the long weekend at Sydney Everest Carnival's grandest day of Group 1 racing. Headlined by the $1.5 million Tab Epsom. Surround yourself with world-class thoroughbreds, fashion and food for a spectacular carnival celebration. Enjoy a day of majestic racing. Then party with rock royalty at an electric performance from Australia's ultimate Queen Tribute Band. Tab Epsom Day, where stories are made. Saturday, October 1st, Royal Randwick. Book now at theracers.com.au. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1800 858 858. Welcome back to Racing HQ Saturday. Love that. Love to have you with us wherever you are watching or listening. Sky Thoroughbred Central, Sky Racing 1 for the first little bit of the day. And also just you might be on the radio getting around the place. School holidays here and upon us and uh, maybe build a bank uh, for the school holidays behind the gates. Jump into our multi a bit after 10 o'clock and that might be the way to go for some spending money for the kids. If we can try and jag it again today. You might want to um, make some money through the barrier trials or a stack of winners uh, always through these barrier trials. Brody Nixon keeps a close eye on them here at Sky Racing and Brody's on the line on Golden Rose Day. Brody, a very good morning to you. What a day of racing ahead. Good morning, Richard. Good morning, everyone. Yes, it's an absolute ripper this weekend overall. You've got to be mad not to be looking forward to it. Racing, sport, rugby league, AFL, the lot. But today, Golden Rose Day, can't wait to see these three-year-olds go around. Let's uh, let's dive into a couple of horses that you've picked out of recent trials. And if you if you're trolling now, you're generally going into a good carnival race. And I don't know too many people are talking about this girl. I think she's probably going to be quite handy odds in the golden pendant. You were taken with the recent trial and hit outs of dynasties. 
Yeah, Dynasties. I had to do a double take when I watched her trial. It was absolutely sensational. Now, she went up to Brisbane for a couple of runs. She ran behind Gypsy Goddess, ran a respectable race that day in the Oaks. That was over the 2,200 metres. Now, before that, the disappointed. She was a $3 favourite when Arapaho absolutely bolted in at Rose Hill. That was on a heavy 12. Now, preparation before that, she was quite good. Now, I think she's going to really catapult off that Queensland Winter Carnival. You're looking at the horse towards the back here, getting towards the outside. Blake Shin makes the trip down to Sydney this afternoon. Now, just watch her work late. It was absolutely terrific. She trialled well behind Willinga Rufio before that. The improvement she made into this trial was sensational. She draws beautifully in gate number three. I wanted a drying track. I was worried about the wet, but Sydney... Not too often since I moved down here, I can say this. We've been blessed this week with the weather. We've got next to no rain. $23. There's some very nice horses in this race, but Dynasties, if she's not winning today, keep her in your little black books. I think this preparation, she might do something. Uh, are you angling towards a promo here out of this show, Brody? $23 if she happens to get up? Tell you what, I've still got about <laughs> I still got $100 off uh, Paul Joyce if I get anywhere near that. I know, Paul Paul set a pretty high bar a little while ago. Look, just in that race, um, we hear Espiona's a $4.60 favourite. Nimale is there at $6 with the tab market. And I'm looking at the tab app here. It's been updated, so go and have a good look there. Star Tonte is $7, Jamea $11. So there's no doubt, Brady, Dynasty's is in a, She's in with some really good mares. But, yeah, I mean, from that draw, she should get just the right kind of run, if you like her, I suppose. Absolutely. Now, a lot of these mares, you can really be big fans of. I'll back back Catlin in her last two runs. Um, I backed Espiona first up. I couldn't possibly back her with the way she's laying in. Emily, absolutely airborne. She might be the saver. She looks like she's going to be awfully hard to beat for the draw. Star Tontes, gate number eight. She looks like she's going to really... She was really good late first up under the big weight. Jamea, not too sure if she's a Rose Hill horse. Expat Palacepan was terrific, but... I'm really keen on dynasties, and I think you're getting the race to find out. If you can run a bottler here, you're getting about 5 $6 the place, and I think that's a really good one-by-three little speck as she kicks off her preparation. Okay, and we're going late into the day here, Brody. Race 10, tab number 5, Starman, you'd like to talk to us about. Yeah, this is another one. I don't know what an opposite to a rain dance is. Sundance, not too sure, but I was hoping the rain would stay away, especially for this gelding. His return trials have been sensational. The first one behind Ringmaster, Nashawilla, barely buzzed aboard him, and the one behind Clemenceau was even better. Rewilla was aboard on both of those occasions. Now, he's not riding today with that injury, but he gets J-Mac. There's not too many things you can complain about with that, with arguably the world's best jockey at the moment. Now, you're looking at the horse in the box seat. He's got some new silks now with the yellow and blue. He went up to Queensland for the summer, came back for one run during the autumn on the heavy conditions. He really didn't like the wet track. Now, Clemenceau's come out and run a bottler last weekend. Ran okay last night. I don't think he was too happy in the wet ground. Starman trialed, you could arguably say, better than him. Nashua Willard never budged the board here. He draws beautifully in gate number two. A couple of these horses are going quite well in this race, but we're currently getting about $7 for the tab, and I think that is a sensational price in the last. Fires $4, Kips Bay $6, Starman $7, a very fine red, uh, Brad Gray, we'll hear more about a very fine red with Brad, I'm tipping at seven fifty. and there's Nasturtium at $9.50, I'm sure he'll be all the fitter, so yeah, you, you think from Barrier 2, he's always had that bit of something about him, Starman, hasn't he Brody? He has, his win 
the week leading into the Magic Millions was sensational the week before that. He didn't beat too much that day, but the way he's gone about his business early in his career is very impressive. But I think his trials, his preparation, he's come back a much better horse. He's only had the eight starts. He's a son of Zeus star, so I think this is going to be his best racing preparation. And he finds good ground once again for the first time in a very, very long time. So Starman, I think he's come back better this prep. I'm hoping to get the cash here first up in Dynasties. If it's not today, keep her in your black book. I think she's going very, very well. Race 7, number 14, Dynasties, and race 10, number 5, Starman. Brody, thank you very much. You keep a close eye on these trials, and as we always tell our listeners, uh, uh, skyracing.com.au, that, uh, that website's been updated. It's well worth a look, and we'll go there for, uh, for the latest on the trials from you. Yeah, go there every Tuesday afternoon. We have the spy fires going up. It's, as you mentioned, this time of year, it's getting harder. I put horses in, and just with a pure amount of really good horses resuming, I have to scratch a couple out and keep a little side note for them in my tab black book. And, yes, yeah, so join you every Saturday morning and Mark Holmes on the morning line every Monday morning. But once again, Richard, perfect thought at Newcastle, cheering him home once again on the way to the spring champion. Aren't we all good on you, Brady? Speak next Saturday. Thanks, Richard. Have a lovely day to yourself and everyone else listening. Thank you, Brody Nixon. Uh, keeps a, a, a good eye on those trials and is uh, found uh, Dynasty's a good odds if you like her in the golden pendant today. Well, uh, the Kristen Buchanan stable heads to Rosehill Gardens where what the market looks like uh, is a good chance in the midway and form would suggest the same and Kristen is with us this morning. G'day, Kristen. Good morning, Richard. How are you? Very well. How's, how's your morning going so far? How are the horses Hello. working? Busy, 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 but nice. The rain stayed away, so we're we're all good here. And you're off to Rosehill Gardens with a horse who just keeps winning in, in Oakfield Duke. Tell us about this horse. He's race two, number two today, Oakfield Duke. Uh, yeah, look, a lovely horse of Bruce McKenzie's. Um, he's, had, he's got a terrific record at this stage in, in fairly modest company. Um, and yeah, looking forward to stepping out at the 1300 today. We don't see Aaron come to town all that often, but I think it's lovely that he comes and sticks with this horse today. Oh, look, me too. He's, the, the two of them together, you know, have a lot of confidence in each other. Um, and uh, you'd have to get him off to the crowbar, I think. If, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we had two options. There was 1,100 today I was thinking about, but we decided to go to the 1,300 so that he could ride it comfortably and... Um, yeah, look, uh, he's very confident the horse will get the trip and he's got a terrific record with him. How could I take him off? No, for sure. I mean, been winning on soft fives and, and soft sixes. Uh, I tell you what, he's, he's much travelled. He's getting to see a bit of New South Wales and some different race courses, this horse, and it's all good for him, I'd say. Yeah, look, he's, a, he's, a, he's been a little bit of an overachiever in a sense of, of being quite strong early in his races, so... We've travelled him to give him experience and just learn him, teach him to um, to relax a little bit. And, uh, you know, it's good grounding for a horse like him. But I think, you know, I've been fairly conservative in our placement with him while he's been learning his trade. But he's he's doing everything right now. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to stepping out in better company and seeing what he can do. How does he look this morning? What's he been up to this morning, this horse? He's just had a nice little walk this morning. He's nice to relax and he's ready to go. Um, he's a beautiful, beautiful, strong-bodied horse. Um, very cool, calm, collected in the stable. Uh, he'll be on his pose when he gets out on the track today, but I, I couldn't be happier with him leading into the race. Okay, you, you must be happy, Kristen, with what you're seeing coming through the stable. I mean, we have, you know, I suppose, uh, some new season two-year-olds. Tell us what you see there and what you're looking forward to. 
Oh, goodness. I've, I've got some terrific opportunities uh, with uh, Trilogy Racing. We've got a number of lovely two-year-olds in the stable from them. Um, they'll be looking to step out at trials in the near future. Uh, a couple of capitalist fillies that they have that I'm quite excited about. And uh, we've just, we just got so many nice horses about to hit their straps and get into racing. It's an exciting time for us. All right. Good on you, Kristen. Race morning. We appreciate it. We'll let you go and good luck with the jig today. Thank you. Good on you, Kristen Buchanan. She's, uh, oh, we might have got her in between riding uh, riding some of those horses. So appreciate it, Kristen. So, yeah, Oakfield Duke has to be a, a lovely chance in the midway today. We'll hear from Ron Duffercy and Brad Gray. They'll break down this uh, Rose Hill meeting in its entirety after 8 o'clock. And, of course, Glenn Munsey will have the latest in, in all those tab prices. We'll see where the money's been going and uh, the latest on uh, Oakfield Duke and who wants to back that horse today. As you work towards 7 o'clock, great to have you with us uh, on a big race morning. This um, this uh, this Sydney Everest Carnival, It's uh, we are right in the thick of it. And uh, we look forward to Golden Rose Day at Rose Hill Gardens today. Um, not too far away from having a bit of a chat with Brett Devine as well uh, from the Australian Turk Club. And, of course, uh, plenty happening around the place with the Turk Club at the moment. If you haven't um, organised your uh, uh, your Everest uh, seat to what you might be doing that day, there's still time. And we'll find out more with the General Manager for Communications at the Australian Turk Club. Brett Devine is with us. G'day, Brett. Good morning to you, Richard. Good morning to all the punters. And right <clears throat> up for a spectacular start to the Sydney Everest Carnival last week, uh, heading to Rose Hill Gardens today for a huge meeting at a great spectator course. I mean, get to if you haven't been to Rose Hill for a while and you, you're sort of umming and ahhing and uh, just get to the track today, see these good horses. Uh, I dare say there's a, a few tea. Well, while we're focusing on the racing, there's a certain grand final down south that uh, I'm sure plenty are keen to have a look at as well. The Shandong Golden Rose holds in the days, doesn't it? It's such a sought-after race, and it's built a profile now over the uh, over the years. It's the twentieth running of this race, Richard, and it really is now being uh, being sought after. Not only for its Group One status, it uh, takes horses further into the carnival. It's even a race that Everest slot holders look at. So, the quality of racing on track we saw last week, Nature Strip and Anima, amongst others, is week in, week out, and Rose Hill Gardens today, no exception with all that group racing. Uh, Richard, the, the gates open for members at 10.30, 10.45 for general admission. Get there early, get your spots. And as you mentioned, uh, look, there's a, there's a Golden Eagle trophy up there you can have your photo taken with in the old betting ring. So there's a trophy there that everyone's after as well. But the big trophies for the AFL and those that want to watch uh, that uh, game as the afternoon progresses, it'll be on screens across the race course and uh, in a large screen set up around the, the back of the old betting ring there as well. So... You won't miss a minute of the action uh, of the racing, of course, but also the AFL and future the red and the white. Absolutely. Go your swanies, that's for sure and certain. Um, Manly got rolled in the, in the NRL a while ago, so have to go for some Sydney team, it'll be the swans for sure. Um, if you're a member of the Australian Turf Club, can you tell us about a bit of a, uh, an offer you have going today that I'm, I'm sure is very appealing to members? Look, Richard, there'll be lots of these offers, and we want to mention one uh, for today for members. So if you attend today's Shandon Golden Rose meeting and Silver Eagle Day, you automatically receive three complimentary guest tickets to bring family and friends for their Mowat and Shandon Spring Champion Stakes Day. So today and then Silver Eagle on the 8th of October gets you uh, a few extra tickets to bring family and friends, and you'll also receive a complimentary glass of Mowat and Shandon on that big day. So... Real incentive to mark those dates in your diary. Uh, look, there's such great racing week in, week out. Um, 
bringing family and friends and for members uh, at the Australian Turf Club is one of the great uh, great times of the year in spring to do so. So make sure that if you're a member, you, uh, you mark those dates down and we'll offer, uh, there'll be lots of other offers as we go through the carnival, but we'll mention those on radio for members each week. And there are lots of other chances to get to the races. We do get past uh, Tab Everest Day, sure, but there's, you know, uh, this Golden Eagle race day. So, uh, uh, you know, for those that want to buy general admission tickets and, and make use of that terrific wink stand at Ram, we haven't been there yet, get there. Great uh, way to, to spend a day at the races. How do people go about that? No doubt, Richard, we have Rose Hill Gardens today and then a few weeks at Royal Ram. We, can, we have to keep reminding people that any general admission ticket you buy to Royal Ram, that automatically gets you into the wink stand. You don't have to pay an extra cent. That is all for the public. Uh, again, last week there were really lined up across that uh, second level balcony to watch those horses thunder up over the famous Royal Ramwick Rise. So the ticket offers are at theraces.com.au. Lock them in. There's lots of hospitality now sold out, so you wouldn't want to hesitate on lots of days now to, to book in an extra bit of hospitality. But the general admission customers going to Royal Ramwick, that wing stand is turning out to be one of the more popular spots on the race course, and it's all included in your ticket. We'll know who we have listening when I say the word rudimental, Brett. Great band, great band from the UK, and I think they might be uh, uh, playing at a uh, big meeting coming up. Uh, if you haven't heard about rudimental, I dare say download some of the music because they go well. Oh, come on, Richard. Feel the love. <laughs> Feel the love. Of course I know rudimental. Uh, really pleased to announce uh, overnight that uh, rudimental will be playing on two days, one, one on Golden Eagle Day at Rose Hill Gardens on the 29th of October. And then for that great celebration that's going to occur on Cup Day, the big dance on Cup Day at Royal Ramwick on Tuesday, 1 November. Um, look, Sneaky Sound System last week was hugely popular. We're finding that these after the last concerts are just an extra bit of uh, added value, obviously, for your ticket into the races. Again, once you buy your ticket, you don't have to pay any more for the concerts. So rudimental, huge British band. They'll be there on two of those days. And we're going to look forward again to making more announcements for these acts as, as the weeks roll on. They're a great band. You got your yellow tie ready, Brett? All set to go for Golden Rose Day? It's plenty of gold on the tie today, Rich, and uh, yeah, can't wait. Shand on Golden Rose. What a, what a spectacular race course that is at Rose Hill Gardens, and well done to Sean Patterson and all the team. They'll have it looking sensational. The weather's been very kind to us this week so far, so really looking forward to seeing uh, these horses rail in the true on a soft five, but it's bordering on a four, I think, for Sean, and he's just got a little eye on those skies. Uh, he's hoping we get through the meeting today without too much rain being. See you at Trackside soon, mate. Thanks for joining us. Good luck today. Thanks, Richard. Good luck to all the punters. There he is. Brett Devine, General Manager Comms there at the ATC. Plenty happening around the place. Just jump onto uh, the Australian Turf Club website. Have a bit of a hunt around. Of course, there's the uh, new weather tracker app and, and that kind of technology. You see where uh, the direction of the wind and uh, just right up to date with all the rainfall and other uh, other weather conditions that might affect you having a bet at uh, Rose Hill Gardens today. All those markets are up with the tab and we'll talk, be talking about them a whole lot more over the next couple of hours. We um, might head to a break here on uh, on Racing HQ Saturday. On the other side, uh, we'll have Ron Duffercy. Duff will join us, and there's a host of interviews to get through between now and 8 o'clock. Stay with us on Racing HQ Saturday.
Plano. If you buy Dyson vacuum of Bing Lee, what do you save? You save effort, Mum. They make cleaning your home easier. Yes, but... And they're built to last, so that saves replacing them. What else do you save? Oh, yeah, our Dyson deals. Keep going. Save $100 on the V15 Detect Absolute, Dyson's most powerful cordless. Save $100 on the Outsize Absolute and save $200 on the V10. Right now, at Bing Lee. You got that eventually, Lionel. Thanks, Mum. You just need supervision. Bing Lee, living every day. Introducing the all-new Kia Niro, available as a hybrid or full electric model. This SUV is smarter than your average car. Featuring Kia Connect technology, take control of your Niro with your smartphone. Cold out? Turn up the heat before you get in. Forgot where you parked? Relax. The app will lead the way. The all-new Kia Niro in hybrid or all-electric. It's smarter than your average car. Kia. Movement that inspires. Live up the long weekend at Sydney Everest Carnival's grandest day of Group 1 racing. Headlined by the $1.5 million Tab Epsom. Surround yourself with world-class thoroughbreds, fashion and food for a spectacular carnival celebration. Enjoy a day of majestic racing. Then party with rock royalty at an electric performance from Australia's ultimate Queen tribute band. Tab Epsom Day, where stories are made. Saturday, October 1st, Royal Randwick. Book now at theracers.com.au. A Marcus Oldham Diploma of Equine Management can lead to meaningful and rewarding careers, both domestically and worldwide. Marcus Oldham's close links with industry and international relationships, which include study tours and work placements, provides graduates with the unique opportunity to secure equine careers across various disciplines, including horse health, marketing and business management. Turn your passion into a profession with a Diploma of Equine Management and visit marcusoldham.vic.edu.au. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1800 858 858. Welcome back to Racing HQ Saturday. Great to have you with us. Wherever you might be watching or listening, jump into the Sky Thoroughbred Central. Um, if you tune to Sky Thoroughbred Central, you'll have a good look at these markets as they go up on the screen and that kind of thing. Have a bit of an idea as to what you might want to do. I can voice them out and we'll voice them out, that's for sure. But um, jump on to uh, Sky Thoroughbred Central and Sky Racing 1 or the radio. Wherever you are, wherever you're listening, it's great to have you with us at seven minutes past seven. He's done the form. He's gearing up for Golden Rays Day. I speak of Ron Duffersy. Duff, a very good morning to you. A big day for the club. Yeah, it certainly is, Richard. And they've won the lottery with the weather. Um, mm. They've got a, good, a pretty good track here. I wouldn't be surprised if it's upgraded. Um, uh, considering circumstances, only eight mils in the last week and uh, probably 40 expected. Uh, so, yeah, they've, they've, they've really won the lottery there. And what a race this is. What a race to bet into. It's uh, You could go down the page in this Golden Rose and you could make cases for 70 and 80 to 1 chances. So, uh, we talk about stallion making races. You've only got to look at the honour roll in recent times of this race. You can go back to Turak Toff and um, Appalette's the stallions to the great zoo star, Hallowed Crown. What did he? Was he the horse that put James Cummings on the map? Exosphere, the Stern, Trapeze Artist, the Autumn Sun, the Bivouac, Ole Kirk. So they're, they're all stallions, and and that just uh, the record speaks for itself. We're waiting for the cult, though, Ronnie. We, we are waiting for a cult to say, uh, yep, I'm the one. Uh, yes, and are uh, the Phillies going to spoil the parade today for the big honour roll of cults in this race? So stay tuned.
And, and it is, I mean, it is the kind of race, Ronnie, where you look at this year's field, it's open enough. And I dare say trainers and connections are thinking, well, there's no one I really want to run away from. Yes, in secret's a damn good filly and that kind of thing, but they all they all want to be there and for a million dollars and the big prize, why wouldn't you? Yep, I think the Group 1 um, status they uh, hold this race together pretty well because that's what they're after. Uh, these three-year-old cults, don't worry about the million. It's going to attract the big field any, anyway with the, um, you know, with the prestige of it all. Mm. And um, here we are and we've got some... You know, we've got some really nice horses and, uh, like I say, we've got a, a, a pack of fillies there down the bottom, four fillies, that might spoil the party. Well, our first guest doesn't have a runner in that race, although in years to come he builds his team, he builds his quality. He just might not speak of Nathan Doyle. G'day, Nathan. Morning, Rich. Ron, how are you? Very well. How's, how's the morning going so far? Yeah, getting through them and nearly finished, so you on the road soon, so it's been a good one. How many in work these days? Uh, we've got 40 here in work, so that's enough at <laughs> the moment. We've got to keep it, know everything and um, keep it all in check. But the team's going well. got some good staff, which helps. So hopefully we can just continue to get the results, to be honest. It was a big day for you last time. You were here. These two horses did you proud. Uh, concocted. He was... Um he was far from disgraced. Obviously, Kips Bay flew the other day, but uh, uh, it's a similar setup here for him. Yeah, definitely. It was probably hard to find a race that suited, so he was certainly under back to 1200 that day. I thought his horse was probably looking for the 1400. So, to run second, oh, there's plenty of merit in the run. Uh, step up and trip will suit him. Uh, he's never been a horse that's been able to draw a nice gate, but. And it seems like there's genuine speed in the midway race today, which will suit him as well. I think he's a horse that sort of balanced him up early and he sort of can back, get back and rattle off good enough sectionals to get over the top of him. Just from the good gate the other day, we just gave him a bit of a squeeze and made, made him use his gate a bit. But um, for the day, probably have an open book and see how sort of the race pans out from that gate and slot in somewhere. But up to 1300, he'd be strong weight. Okay, so the ideal thing is just to probably find a, a back to follow midfield? Yeah, exactly. It'd be ideal if we could spot him midfield, but you're on a sticky gate like that. It's hard to throw jockeys down with too many instructions. You've just got to play what's in front of them when the gate's open. How's Kips Bay done since that dominant win? Yeah, super. I was surprising at the way he pulled up after the run. Uh, he probably wouldn't even know when he went around. Uh, back at the tie-ups, which... Uh, it's quite surprising because he, he ran from the outset that day and kept running, so you can get a tough run like that. It'd take a bit out of him, but he's springboarded through that run. Um, so suggest to us there's a little bit more to come. Uh, he's a jump up in grade today. He benchmarked 78, but he's carnival time. And reading through the form, if someone told you it was a listed race, uh, you, you wouldn't question it really. So it is a big jump, but uh, he's a nice animal. He's, and when he walked in the yard the other day, he's a beautiful type and he just owns the yard. So if any horse is going to take that step, it probably is him. Um, but there is a bit of speed in the race today, but I don't think he has to lead. Um, we'll, our intention would probably be positive and be the cover there last start, but when Toby's caught three deep, he, he had to do the right thing and press on with it. But when he won first up, he, he took a sit. So I think a bit of the speed's drawing outside us. So we'll give that natural squeeze and they want to take it up, we'll make it do a bit of work and just jump in behind the speed. But if there's no speed, we'll be happy to roll along up front. 
It really wasn't in his makeup being a leader prior to the other day, was it? Um, he led all the way when he won his maiden here for Chris Waller, so um, he can do it. But when he missed a kick at uh, Gosford when he won first, uh, probably had another string to his bow where he could take a bit of a sit. He's always been a sort of a hard going horse, so we have, don't do a lot with him at home. To be honest, we just keep him happy. He does a lot within himself, so uh, he just had a nice, easy gallop by himself. He's Tuesday, he's moving well, and he heads down there in trivial order. So we'll know where we're heading out of today. Either we've got a restricted benchmark horse or a progressive horse. What What is his story? He was He was bought out of a tried sale. Was that right? Yeah, it was. The guys bought him for 35000 I think it was. Uh, he's part of a stallion syndicate, so once they're gelding, it's a, they're not part of their business model no more. Um, he did have some knee issues, but touch wood to date, um, we've never had an issue with him, and um, he seems to be moving well within himself, and let's hope he can take that next step today. You got a couple of runners at Newcastle, uh, race five edge of reward ex Victorian. Got nice credentials for a race like this. Yeah, trolled up well, drawn terrible again. Um, but it's not a strong race, so I think we have to go around. But we'll give him a squeeze and we're all forward, put him in the race. You need a little bit of luck being first up, but uh, he should be right in the finish in that type of race. You'd be disappointed if he wasn't. And you got Kingdom of Gold in race four. Any chance there? Second up, 18.50, probably needs this run to top him off. Of course, it's a bit one pace. You probably get him on the second lap, but um, I think you probably clean up in the code a touch more after this run and probably look for him once he gets up to 2,200 beyond. All right. I'll let you get on your way. Uh, just before we have you, Nathan, uh, Norwegian Bliss, where's the good mare? What's she up to? Uh, she just galloped here this morning on the course proper. Uh, went brilliant. Uh, caught up in terrific order, so she's got a trial here on Wednesday at Newcastle. Uh, give her two trials, and I'd say she'll probably have a light preparation. She may only have a couple of runs at the back end of spring, then we'll, we'll sort of aim her towards the autumn. But there's been you know, hiccups with her so far, and it uh, seems like she's come back bigger and better than ever. So let's hope that she can reproduce that at the races as well. Yeah, exciting, man, that's for sure. Nathan, great to chat race morning, and good luck with what looks to be two lovely chances at Rose Hill today. Thanks, guys. Good on you. Nathan Doyle, there he is, yeah. Um, Ronnie, off, off to the races. Nathan, with a couple of horses in the float there, he'd be thinking they, they're, they're both nice chances for sure. Yeah, well, they, they put their hand up the other day, Cordelloring that race, and uh, I think he, he, he was pretty straightforward there. They're both drawn a little bit awkwardly. Um, concocted was uh, he's in a suitable race and Kips Bay gets his chance to really put his hand out up if he can beat a, a field like this um, they can get excited about the uh, over the spring to get the charge through their classes absolutely uh, let's welcome in our next guest and he is a man who has won a golden rose before I think it was well no I think I know it was Jude Porth and it was the year 2008 and the man's name is Anthony Cummings Anthony good morning morning how are you Oh, very well. Sure, it's a race you'd, you'd love to win again, but these uh, these big big group ones are easier said than done. How, how are we going this morning? Yeah, pretty good. Um, she's in good shape and raring to go, I suppose, is the team. Anthony, it looks a beautiful setup for her. Um, although I probably would have liked another three or four mils of rain. Um, obviously, she's done well since that first good first up run. Yeah, 
Yeah, she had a, a pretty easy week after. It was a tough day out for all the horses, a heavy track, and, and uh, you know, the, uh, the play of the day really didn't go in her favour, but her run was excellent just the same. Uh, had an easy week after, uh, a couple of nice gallops since, and she goes to the races today, you know, fit and ready. Uh, and just really pleased with her. I mean, she improves, you know, every day. Uh, can we expect a, a positive ride from the barrier? Yeah, I suppose typically we always like to be positive out and then just see what happens. Um, she's drawn a, a pretty kind gate, I think. Doesn't seem to be a whole lot of speed around her, so um, I think she's going to find herself either you know on speed or, or thereabouts, depending on what some of the things drawn outside might like to do. But um, certainly the idea is to be positive out and then just see what happens. Um, you got two other good chances on the day. Coat or Cote, I've heard it called two, two things. He, yeah, he Cote's went, the way the owners would like it. OK, Cote. Uh, look, he went like a rocket winning his maiden. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, the, uh, it, it, I was really pleased with the run in, in, in as much as he would, uh, listened to the jockey and came back to him. Well, he had to work pretty hard to get over from an outside gate <clears throat> and ran a very smart sort of sectional out of the gates and typically once they do that it's pretty hard for them to finish off but he relaxed really well had a very soft time going into the turn and, uh, and then accelerated again up the straight so there was a lot of merit in what he did uh, and as much for the way that he's thinking and the way he's reacting to his rider so um, a kind of gate today uh, he'll be on speed again I expect um, and you know he just needs to race up to what he did last time to be very hard to beat Mm, he just, without even looking at the times, you just got to look the way he, he he's really savaged and sprinted to the line, didn't he? Yeah, he sure did. I mean, he, he got a bit sideways when Tommy uh, hit him with the, the with down the, on the right hand, but he straightened him up and gave, gave him another backhander in the same side. He went straight as a die. So once again, a learning experience. I mean, he's still you know learning his craft, but uh, a very talented horse. He's come back well, Tristate. He, he, you know, he was off a long spell there, and he had a really tough run, and it took shades of Rose to beat him. And he was in that very sharp race the other day behind Remark, where they they sprinted home quickly. So he's got good credentials. Um, uh, back in the, I know he's got a bit of weight, but he's back in the benchmark here. Yeah, I think the claim really helps him. Um, the barrier doesn't help him. Uh, we're going to try and have a think about what we do from there, and um, just sitting here waiting for, to see what tracks he might come and decide what to do but mm. it might be that we decide to ride off speed rather than join the charge for the lead in the first final. Okay. Um, you're taking a couple of Newcastles um, uh, Nika or Nika? Nika. Nika just needs to jump between himself and the finish. Uh, it was a fairly exotic ride the other day. Um, Tommy took off sort of after having been slow out and I think once they steadied in front it was a reasonable thing to do. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, he ran really well. Uh, he's done well again since. He, he finds himself in a winnable race today, I'd say. Mm. Uh, James is in such good form, it'd be a shame to beat him today, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, it wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, no, he's right. really well. Very proud of him and he yeah. and Edward. Yeah. Proud of what they're doing. Um, but uh, on race day, you've got to beat them all. Yep, and you've got a good chance today. A Anthony, I normally. Um uh, on race morning on Saturday morning, I usually get a text from your racing manager John A. Crowley to to sort of wish us luck for the show, and also he love he just love he doesn't miss a track report. He loves them, so oh, I just haven't heard from John A. this morning. I hope the hopefully everything's okay. No, no, no. He's he's often about uh, the um, you, you might you, you probably have nothing wrong this morning. He's he's there as a the critique of the show, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got a clean bill of health so far. 
Well, he's doing, <laughs> he's doing his job. I'm getting about eight emails a week to, to buy horses, so he's doing his job pretty well. <laughs> you haven't weakened yet. You must be overdue. No, I've got no money. <laughs> I'll say, and I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, Anthony, he's in the right hut there to be critiquing. Mm. There's a lot of that goes on, funny thing. <laughs> Good luck today, Anthony. Thanks for the chat. Okay, Anthony Cummings. Um, it wouldn't be a, oh, not always a big race where he doesn't you know, have a runner here, Ronnie, but um, she's extreme. Just want to yeah, see what she looks like when she walks into the yard today. But the trainer's happy. We should be too, I think. Yeah, I think she's way over the odds. Like I said, I would have been more hot on her if we were working with a you know soft seven or so, but she's still, we, we can't judge her on the, on the dry tracks. There's not enough evidence there. Um, nice uh, news during the week, Ronnie, speaking of James Cummings regarding Animo, uh, I suppose there were some concerns the way he pulled up out of his win the other day, but um, yeah, news, news from James and the team is that Animo appears good and the spring is on track or back on track to some degree. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, he we, he's the he's the talk up horse, and obviously he deserves to be the talk up horse. He's up. Um, James was on the front foot and straight out to the media on on Monday to, after he looked at him and the vets had gone over him and said everything's hundred percent right. And I don't know what happened during the week. The Bush Telegraph went into overdrive saying he's run his last race. I don't know where that come from, uh, but uh, that happens. That's that's racing. Uh, but he's. Um, He's a confirmed everything's all right with him and full steam ahead. That is great. He is a star animo and uh, see, uh, probably heads down to Melbourne and uh, tries to uh, go that little bit better in a cox plate, you would imagine. Uh, time to welcome in our, our next guest. And of course, um, uh, we have uh, Mick Price and Michael Kent Jr. with a, a team going really well at the moment off a, off a Mooney Valley double last night. Michael's uh, with us. Hello, Michael. What's happening? Yeah, morning, boys. I'm well. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. Uh, Daisies, an important group two winner last night, and that KGB is quick. Yeah, he's impressive, isn't he? He's um, actually his mother won a Tasmanian Oaks of all things, but he's very sharp. Um, it was a good win. I know the the pattern probably suited, but he did a lot wrong on his wrong lead, and um, it was his second start a month between runs. Uh, so, uh, yeah, nice horse going forward. Uh, the plan with this Jack and O is to have him spot on for his next two runs today and the next one. Um, what's, he's been with Gerald, has he? He has. Yeah, our uh, travelling foreman, Tim Study, has been up there with him at Gerald's for two weeks. Uh, so he arrives still well. He's not a robust horse, so we gave him a few days to sort of settle in and put his weight back on. And then he had that trial, obviously, at Randwick there on the inside track, uh, which was good, you know. Uh, they went slow and uh, he was back in the tight track and he worked well past the post. And I know Huey said he'd like to ride him, uh, but Damien was committed. Um, and he, he got very well there on Tuesday on the course proper. So he's had a perfect prep. He's sort of set the peak in this run. We like the plan of um, a little gap between runs and having fresh for this. But uh, yeah, I, I think if he gets the right run, he'll be very strong late. It was brutal winning first up. The, the tempo of this race, you'd probably would have liked to have seen a little bit more speed. Yeah, what do you guys think there? I mean, uh, I, I see there's a few um, yeah, trainers saying they might try and ride with the sit, so it's going to suit favourite, isn't it? Um box seat. And uh a Jack and O is, he begins okay, but his first five strides, he gets he's slow into stride, so he'll be back in the ruck. Um, hopefully the, the track pattern suiting today. Because, uh, yeah, if, if he gets gets the brakes and um, he is able to make ground, um, he'll be storming home. 
Yeah. Well, it's a million-dollar race, and we're all hearing these trainers. I want to, I want to sit. I want to, want to sit. I want to sit. But then, uh, stay tuned because there'll be. Uh, about five more uh, changes of tactics to be more forward now, I'd suggest as well. So. <laughs> Someone take it up, please. <laughs> Put some pace on. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mornington, we Nessie in the first, big drop in class here. Yeah, can win, going great. Uh, that was a hot, hot listed race. I mean, we think it's probably, you know, more like a group two race and um, she, was, she was pretty good, probably a bit outclassed. And, uh, you know, back around a, a bend, she's very fast, Billy. Jay Carron, got five runners now, so she'll bounce to the front and be hard to catch. The French Emperor race five was a bit better last start. He was. Uh, he's a very keen horse, and he was better last start because he had cover. So going into the J-Car special there from the outside draw, trying to, if you bring it, he's hard to bring back. So hopefully she can, I think it's two leaders. If she could slot in third, fourth, and park him behind a bum, that'd be brilliant. If he gets exposed, he might be too keen there and uh, undo himself. But um, I'd be watching him only. Yeah, and Morfordville, uh, race four, River Twain, two for two at the track. Yeah, I think he's actually four from four uh, in Adelaide in general. So two from two on the, the big track and two from two on the small track. And uh, he loves it over there. He, his run was very good last time. Uh, back in trip suit, strong well. Uh, he, he's an each-way chance. But again, uh, he doesn't win out of turn. What about these two big guns tomorrow? Um, I'm thunderstruck. He's, uh, he's He was brilliant the other day. Oh, he was, yeah. I gave up at the furlong. <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, he's just an amazing horse. Probably probably my biggest thrill in racing, that. Um, and he's, he's dead set flying. Um, we're very happy with him. Still need to be. Um, you know, he's taken that step to wait for age now, but it's a, it's a, a level above again, up against... Zaki, who's beating him before, but I, I think we're going better than last prep. Well, we definitely are. He, he just mm. um, in the zone. He's had a beautiful week. Uh, went to Sandown for a nice gallop. He, he hacked up. Uh, went to the beach. Um, I rode him actually. And just just feels enormous. So um, and I think the outside draw suits better as well. You know, he has plenty of time to use his big stride, and hopefully there's enough pace on there as well because um, I think he can win. And I know you've had your issues with Ayrton. Um, where's he at uh, in the la- in the last race tomorrow? He's, he's going super on. Um, you know, the weather the weather it is, the worse his chances. And I think we've been lucky here so far. There's been very little rain. Nice sunny day at the moment. Um, so if it gets in that good range, his chances improve. Uh, he's had a great prep. Uh, he's very forward in coat and condition and. He'll, he'll run really well. I think he's um, unbeaten, fresh up. Uh, obviously, uh, Peter Moody's galloper is tough to beat. Uh, it's a bit fitter and uh, in, in the zone. Um, but he'll give plenty of cheek. Okay. Anything penciled in for Sydney over the next couple of months or just uh, you're fitting yep. their mark of the horses? Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll be having a couple maybe in the five diamonds. So I think uh, if you watch our Playboy yep. in the Sandown Stakes tomorrow at um, Sandown, he will be third up into the Five Diamonds Prelude, which is a fantastic prize money, isn't up there? Um, and Ayrton could head that way as well, being a five-year-old. Uh, missing that run the Rupert Clark, it might suit better to go three weeks into the Five Diamonds Prelude. Um, yeah, but uh, no, we, we love coming up there. I don't think we've got a Golden Eagle run this year, unfortunately, though. No.
Um, uh, Mike, Michael, uh, you know, yourself and Mick, you, you're not a new partnership by any means now, but you must look around that stable and think, how good is this? And you go to the yearling sales together, you bring these young horses through it. It, it appears a, a, a partnership that's ticking along pretty well, you guys, and your team in general. Yeah, it, it does work really well, Richard. Um, Mick is amazing to work with. I think everyone who works with him knows that. He's a straight shooter, he's honest, and he works extremely hard, and it just works. Um, I think we've been together for three years now, and uh, yeah, Mick did say to me this is the best team he's ever had. So that's very exciting, and um, particularly the move to Cranbourne, since we changed um, the strike rate, you know, improved out of sight. Um, uh, you know, beautiful facilities here, the stables are amazing and um, you know, end of the day, results are what matters and um, we seem to be going a lot better, so it's, uh, it's, it's all really good. Any two-year-olds out, up and going, ready to pounce early? Uh, we had a Arm Invincible out of Najum, who's uh, Najmati's yep. uh, sister, she cost, um, cost seven figures from Magic Millions um, bought by Seamus Mills and his clients and she went to Flemington and ran second in a jump out there on Thursday behind one of McAvoy's. She didn't get her BC, unfortunately. She was a little bit um, slow to load, but if she trials again, uh, she might end up in a debutante or something like that. And um, we've got a nice really owned by uh, 67 females, including my girlfriend and uh, Mick's partner and uh, all the girls. And uh, she might be going to Magic Millions if we can get her there. She's... Um, a very nice really named Spicy Margs. <laughs> anyway. All right, um, yeah, hopefully something keeps his hand up anyway. And just have to keep that keep those owners feet on the ground a little bit, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be dangerous if she gets in the magic millions, that's for sure. <laughs> well, hell of a fun weekend. Michael, thanks for joining us. Uh, good luck with your runners today. We, we can't wait to see Jack and Owen sitting with Sana Ronnie. Uh, we're waiting for a, a pretty smart male to put his uh, his hand up and sure you guys are hoping it'll be him today. Good luck. I have something on uh, Age of Chivalry at Sandown. He's flying. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 20 to 1. <laughs> there you go. Good man. Thank Thanks, you. Guys. Michael Kent Jr. There you go. Race 8, number 6, Age of Chivalry. Ethan Brown draws middle of the line. Ronnie, you can do no more than that, can you, Michael? <laughs> well, he'll be a hero if it wins. It was $21 when I wrote it down yesterday, so I'll, I'll be all over that in about three seconds. Oh, they, uh, they just have things <laughs> worked out pretty well at the moment. So do Mick and, and Michael. Half past seven here on Racing HQ Saturday. We might look to take a short break. Might have a look at some of the... Uh, the just uh, that early, early stakes has fallen <laughs> apart. What happened there? Has it all been done a refresh there? Ronnie, what is happening? Best of Bordeaux out, Chairman out, Plimstock out, Spicy Hot Pot out. I don't know what happened there. That has been carved up. Who do you want to be with? I don't know now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway, Luke Pepper Gee. will be happy with I all those scratchings and uh, Semion looks well placed. Anyway, we'll, we'll reassess the whole situation there. Yeah, that's, uh, that's race six. The Heritage Stakes has been carved up. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll talk about that race a bit more in depth uh, after eight o'clock. Ron and Brad Gray's done the form and Ron, um, Glenn Munsey, of course, all those, uh, those tab prices. Um, uh, Munz is just currently downloading some uh, rudimental tunes, so he's right across them for when they perform over the Everest Carnival. Short break and back with more here, Racing HQ Saturday. Did you know the average earnings of recent English Ready to Race graduates is over $84,000? Don't miss the sale at Riverside on Tuesday, October 11. Catalogue available now at english.com.au.
At Drummond Golf, we understand your passion. Nice roll. And that's because every Drummond Golf store is owned and run by a local who loves the game as much as you do. Yeah, it's come off the face really well. Someone who knows where you play and what you need. Oh, yeah. Looking good. With Australia's biggest range and expert knowledge. Great. Now let's try that putter with this grip. So if you want to improve your game, see a local expert at Drummond Golf. Live up the long weekend at Sydney Everest Carnival's grandest day of Group 1 racing, headlined by the $1.5 million Tab Epsom. Surround yourself with world-class thoroughbreds, fashion and food for a spectacular carnival celebration. Enjoy a day of majestic racing, then party with rock royalty at an electric performance from Australia's ultimate Queen tribute band, Tab Epsom Day, where stories are made. Saturday, October 1st, Royal Randwick. Book now at theracers.com.au. Tab has racing offers on tap this spring. On races one and two at Rose Hill, Mornington and Toowoomba this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet. And if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's six races across three tracks. If your bet loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. For racing on tap, download the new Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. With over 450 winning graduates since 2016, the English Ready to Race sale continues to be the best source of success of its kind in Australia. The 2022 edition is at Riverside on Tuesday, October 11. Catalogues available now at english.com.au. Racing HQ, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the new TAB app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. The Racing League is off to a flyer with 14 wins from 12 runners to the track across three eastern states. It's an extraordinary strike rate, along with horses like Lethal Thoughts, on target for the $3 million Caulfield Guineas and team captain, a potential Melbourne Cup runner. The amazing thing is you can still buy into these winning teams of seven horses. This truly is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, so buy now and own a winner this afternoon. How good could that be? Own your share for just $260, then $20 a month will cover all costs. Simply go to trl.net, AFSL licence number 223671. Let's go through some scratchings for Rosal Gardens today. As Duff alluded to, there's uh, just a, a few bobbed up there, certainly in the heritage. 30 scratchings for Rose Hill at the moment, and uh, penetrometer 5.29. A soft five, and uh, Sean Patterson letting us know it's on the better side of a soft five. Um, let's go through these scratchings at the moment. Race one, takeout number six, still in fashion. 12, Alma Hero. 14, Lumber Dream. 18, Gold Luna. 20, Mathrin. 21, In the Sun I Will Come. And 22, Sky Diamond. So race one, takeout six, 12, 14, 18, 20, 21, <coughs> pardon me, and 22. Race two, take out one cruel summer, four turning, and 17, too good to be true. So one, four, and 17 from race two. Race three, take out number 10, tampering. Race four, scratch two, attorney, and six, raging bulls. So uh, two and six from race four. Race five, take out four, Mautai, <coughs> and five, Papali. Four and five out of race five. Race six, take out one Best of Bordeaux, two Swiss Exile, four Great Barrier Reef, 
7 Chairman, 10 Plimstock, 12 Spicy Hot Pot, and 13 Rosetta. So race six outcomes, 1, 2, 4, 7, 10, 12, and 13. Race seven, scratch number nine, Tycoon Evie. Race eight, take out number two, Best of Bordeaux. Race nine, take out number seven, Rustic Steel or seven Rustic Steel, nine Pinstriped, and 13 War Eternal, early one this morning. So seven, nine, and 13 from race nine. Race 10, take out number nine, Liberty Sun, 12 Burning Crown, and 17 Plimstock. So nine, 12, and 17 from race 10. Just some riders you mightn't have. Race one, number nine, Radiohead, Jay Ford. 13, you really did it, is Amelia Denby. And 23, Cubic Zirconia. Paddy Scores picks up the ride. Good on you, Paddy. Race two, number eight, Trust the Process, Chad Schofield. Race three, number eight, Atlandos, Karen McAvoy. Race six, number eight, Hawaii 5.0 is Tommy Berry. Race seven, number six, Palazapan, Damian Lane. Race eight, number six, Promito, Josh Parr. And race nine, number three, Kerwin's Lane, Brenton Abdullah. Race seven, number 11, Meg. We are just awaiting a rider for. And um, it uh, brings us up to speed with, uh, with scratchings today, Ronnie. So total of 30, but apart from the heritage, um, this meeting holds up reasonably well, Ronnie, you'd probably have to say. Yep, just bar that one race where everyone... I may have pressed the button a little bit earlier. It was a um, yeah, they all they all scratched very late there, and um, that fell apart all of a sudden. Okay, well, someone's going to knock off a heritage stakes today, that's for sure. Um, Team Godolphin, busy day all around the place, and tomorrow in Melbourne, of course, as well. Darren Beeman's on the line for a chat. Darren, good morning to you. Good morning, mate. How are you? What's happening? No, no, pretty good. Excited for the day. Stables on a bit of a roll, Darren. Yes, um, they're coming right at the right time. Last weekend was a was a bottler, and um, I think we had about sixteen winners worldwide. <coughs> Good old ones, so um, I think we had pretty well, there was eight winners here in Australia. So no, it was fantastic. Man, um, everything's been well documented. He's he's um, all okay. Yes, yeah, no, it was few hair raising moments there after the after the races there after his race um, <coughs> the other day last Saturday but um, once the dust settled we were able to um, you know get to work on it and see how how things um, worked out he, he um, was green lights all around so that, that's positive and um, I believe he's you know he's had a, doing a little bit of work out there again this morning at Osborne Park and so he's couple of pieces of work since last Saturday so that's encouraging Okay, What's your week entailed? Are you, you the, the Warwick Farm or are you out at Osborne Park or do you do a bit of both? Or? Oh no mainly if, if I go to the track I go to Warwick Farm just with young babies and um, help Diz and the team out there um, just clocking a few horses you know there's so many people they've all got their roles and, um, but I'm pretty much on the road all the time as far as mm. barrier trials and races yeah. go so um you know, barrier trials are a bit hard, you know, for James to get there, given that, you know, with all the track work in the mornings and, you know, it's hard to be in two places at once. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty much on the road all the time. and uh, Yeah, you, you get to see enough of the horses. Have you had much to do with this young kid you got now? You don't have many apprentices. There's Zach Lloyd, who's, who looks pretty polished. He does. Um, you know, he, he had a good grounding up in Queensland um, with Jeff and, and, and Toby Edmonds and... 
Jeff, his dad, um, but he's he's got a good race brain, and um, Jeff asked, you know, would he take him on, and he's um, he's certainly come down here and made a, a nice impact um, from the word go, and um, just starting to dip his water a little bit in in in, in the sorry. Dib his toe in the water a little bit midweek, but um, probably after carnival he'll probably start riding a little bit more on a more consistent basis in town. Um, but no, he rides light and he, he seems to have a good race brain. Hmm. Uh, today, Alcione, he was a good tough run back in distance last start. It was, and he, he was wide, you know, he had a very tough run, but he was, he was very courageous late. I thought he was really entitled to probably weaken out of it, but he, he battled on strong. Um, it was a lot stronger race than it is today. Um, I think the key with him is when Huey wrote what went on him first up with a big weight um, was to be able to just to give him the cushiest run as possible. And um, he, from, from, from the good gate today, um, and with that bit of a lung burner last start, I think um, you know he'll he'll size up pretty nice um, throughout the run and and be good late. Mm. Uh, you'll be happy with this drier track for Catalan in race seven. She's busting to win another race. Oh, she is, Ronnie. Um, you know, to be fair, all the runs this start, she's just drawn wide gates, awkward gates, and um, she's had tough runs on all occasions. And um, the, the quick backup, I don't think, is going to be uh, too detrimental to her. She she um, she had a pretty soft run for, for the first probably 800 metres of the race and tracked the winner into the race but it was pretty hard to make up ground out wide where she was uh, last start in the Tibby and um, very, very game on us on us mare. She's it's probably her toughest task to date but I think she's she's she's, she's got the right racing pattern for this type of race. Mm. Uh, talk to me about these two big guns, two different style of horses as far as looks are concerned. In Secret Golden Mile, they're they're both um, obviously present beautifully here today in the big one. Definitely, Ron. Um, you know, in, in Secret, I guess it wasn't really an afterthought this race, but she was probably more or less heading towards the you know the the, the Princess series and. Um, when the when the track deteriorated so bad on for the Furious Stakes, well, um, you know the team elected to to scratch her, and it might have been a blessing in disguise to have a, have you know have a, have a running here today. Um, the soft draw is certainly going to be a a um, advantage for her, given that you know the fourteen hundred is going to be um, you know a little bit of a test for her. She, she hasn't hasn't um, charted those waters yet, so. Um, you know, James Mack, he's he's really taken a shine to her right from right from day one when he when he trialled her. So um, the day she won at Hawkesbury and she stamped herself at, in the Woodlands with you know with a you know with with great talent. So um, you know her, her win last start was you know when the when the chips were down at the two hundred, she really really found the line solid. I know the race was probably set up for a little bit, but look. She's no oil painting. She's still got to come a little bit more in the coat. Um, when I sent her the other day at Rose Hill, she was still a bit wishy-washy. But um, I think, from what the team have been saying, she's 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 come on leaps and bounds since that last run. And um, you know, they're they're really, you know, they're going to be primed for today. I think um, Golden Mile. Well, you know, when you when you look at him, you, you take a second look. He's he's got that X factor about him and. 
his change of speed in his last two races uh, has been, you know, very impressive. I think that gate's going to be ideal for him. Um, Sammy's got a, a great affinity with him, and um, it, you know, Sammy did win on his mum's she, she won the Percy Sykes, and after he trialled him at um, Warwick Farm, he said, you know, he goes as good as mum, and hopefully dad. So, um, you know, it's um, it's you know, great opportunity for. Sammy and um, you know, and to the team to having horses of this calibre running in this type of race. Yeah, for sure. Uh, just trying to isolate one out at Newcastle. Pericles is um, two good trials. Is good enough for a maiden in race three at Newcastle. Yeah, it's very nice. He got squeezed out of the start at, um, at, at Hawkesbury. The horses jumped together, so he's a little bit further back. But you know, he's very well bred. Um, Been by Street Boss Colt out of, out of accessories, so. Um, he's, um, he's, he's, he's a bit of a blank canvas at the moment, but um, big track um, is certainly going to suit him. You know, it's not going to be too busy too early. So, um, yeah, no, he's, he's a horse going places. And um, just last night, Paul Laley, I think that has to be a forgive run considering the way the track played last night. Yes, definitely. Like, you know, he's, he trialled well. He's he really kept into the race, you know, looking to be, you know, a definite chance in the race, but the way, you know, the race was run and the way the track was, was racing, um, a little bit difficult for him, um, but, um, you know, hopefully we can um, get him back up here and, um, like, you know, I think he'll be a force to be reckoned with, you know, throughout the carnival. And just yesterday, did that horse shock you? I know it's only a maiden, but it's a loose. Uh, uh, the, has he always showed ability or did he shock you the way he won? He has he has shown ability. Um, I haven't I haven't seen well I haven't seen him at track work, but from what I've seen at the trials, um, he but he looked a little bit out of place there at Goulburn yesterday when he was walking around the, the horse stalls. He looked like he probably should have been stepping out on Goulburn Rose Day. He's a lo- lovely looking individual, and um, he's got a real presence about him. And I said yesterday after the race, I don't really get goosebumps. Um, after a race, but I did yesterday to see a horse finish like he did, and um, you know it was an impossible come from an impossible position, and um, and our other horse was out well out in front and mm. uh, rated well by Zach, and they beat the third horse four lengths. But his, you know, the way that he just he just gobbled them up, but uh, he certainly showed that he's he's going in the right direction for sure. Alrighty, thank you, Darren. Great to chat. Race morning, busy morning. Good luck with them all today. Good. Thanks, fellas. Good on you, Darren Beeman. It's um, never take it for granted, Ronnie, getting a chance to speak to uh, a man of the uh, of the history and riding ability and a great man like, like Darren. It's always good to have a, have a man like him on the radio in the morning. Well, one of the greatest. Mm. Uh, one of the greatest worldwide. Um, he's, uh, you know, we, we do take it for granted these days, don't we? How, what a champion... Darren is. Um, well, you see, so. well, you see, I, I see him at the races every Wednesday, Wednesday Ronnie, and you sort of say, G'day, what's happening? And it's like, you, you are speaking to one of the absolute greats. And exactly. he's always, he's always up, he's just, a, he's always up for a chat, regardless. Yep, yep, he uh, does a great job at uh, Godolphin, there's no doubt about it. He fits the role well, and he's, uh, he's much needed there because he's ex- experienced across the board. Okay, Tim Clark would like to make it back-to-back Golden Roses. We'll see what his thoughts are. Tim's with us on Race Morning. Tim, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. 
in the Congo last year. It'd be nice to put another one on the mantelpiece. Yeah, sure would. Um, probably looks a bit different this year, but um, the race. But yeah, no, he uh, yeah it was big through last year to win it. So hopefully we can be be amongst it again today. He trailed. Uh, he trailed yesterday, didn't he? On the in the Congo. Yeah, yeah, he had a trial. So I think the plan is he probably go to Melbourne for the Manicato in about three or four weeks. Okay, uh, let's go from the top, Reboville. Um, excuses in the highway last start has to be one of the chances here. Yeah, it ran well. Got a, a tricky gate to overcome, and uh, realistically, there's a couple of them there today that probably were anticipating the bit more rain. Track's probably uh, a bit drier than they expected, but he, he's been racing consistently. Annulus in race two, racing consistently, but in easier races. Yeah, he, he just does a bit wrong still too. He, he, he's still learning, learning his craft. Um, you know, he missed the kick and, and give away a bit of a start. So obviously from that draw, it's going to be awkward for him. But hopefully he can get away and have a few behind him and the, and the speed on allows him to hit the line. This horse in race three was enormous considering, you know, he was off such a long break on a very heavy track the other day, uh, uh, Yale Town. Yeah, it was great, um, a great run from his first up. I was um, didn't didn't know what to expect really, but I thought his effort was was super. So you'd expect him to to show a bit of improvement from from that run, considering he he was yeah first up for pretty much eighteen months. But done a great job, you know, drawing to get a nice run on speed there again today. And he's a horse that always has shown nice talent. So he's had a few little setbacks, but it was good to see him show that he still had that real zest for racing and, and wanted to do it the other day. So there's uh, good signs of earning his prep, that's for sure. Grove Ferry in race four, do you, do you think he'll settle at 2,400? Um, I hope so. He he has been a bit difficult and a bit tricky at times, but I think he, he is getting better. And I think the more racing he does, the better he'll get. Um, up to 2400 that softer tempo I know you know fun facts in the race that could could put a bit of pressure into it but a couple of times he has gotten in behind them off, off a nice tempo he settled so even if, if fun fact wants to go he, he might get a drag behind it he might settle and if they get left alone in front um, there's nothing around him hopefully he just drops his head and, and relaxes but uh, yeah, he, he's racing really well he's, he's not far off a win he, he's probably proving a little frustrating because he's, he's running good races without winning but uh, hopefully today he can put it all together uh, The Queenslander Puntura in race 5 racing really well it just probably may have been hoping for a wetter track I think so um, but as you said racing really well I spoke to, to Mark who's been riding him up there uh, gave him a good portion felt that he was probably just Four weeks between runs was probably the difference the other day of him winning and losing. So had that run under his belt, comes down, he finds a good draw, he's got a good racing style, and yeah, the, he's, he's hard to knock on his recent form. Uh, Catelyn, we just spoke to Darren, the drier track really suits her, and she is busting to win another race. Yeah, she is. She's racing really well in, you know, she's fought through their mares races at Wyong and Newcastle, and and uh, probably the, the barriers have, have beaten her on both occasions. I guess that, um, you know, it, it's not any easier for her here, but she does get down onto it 
54, so that'll help her. Um, just wonder if she's best on the fresh side. She's probably the, one of the quickest backups she's had, so it's interesting to see how she reacts to that. But she's an older, more mature man now, so hopefully she can cope with the backup. And yeah, she doesn't have to improve too much on, on what she's done pretty much all preparation. Uh, Broslin gets no favours from the draw. He was good enough first up. I, I suppose um, his preparation is going to centre around the mile next time? Or? Yeah, he, he ran well. He, he done, I guess he'd he done enough first up. You know, once, he, um, once he sort of got out to a mile last, he, he was really good. So, yeah, maybe maybe he just need to um, need another run. But, yeah, obviously the, the draw doesn't make it. Uh, easy either and in a race where there looks zero pressure so it's going to be very interesting to see what happens that sort of that first furlong and a, and a half leading into that first corner but uh, yeah I'm looking forward to um, getting on him anyway and, and seeing how he goes today. You know Ellsberg well um, we all saw what happened first up there He's, he has to be one of your better rides today. Yeah I think so he um yeah, I think he's been going well at the trials and obviously couldn't ride him first up, but nice to be back on him. Um, didn't have a probably didn't have a gut buster first up, so he should still be pretty feeling pretty well and pretty fresh. Try and take control from gate one. He's pretty positive there early to, to hold the hold the lead. And uh, you know, once he sort of gets into a nice rhythm and, and flowing he these are the sort of races that he, he can be very competitive in. He's, um, yeah, he's a really, you know, solid, solid horse. That you, you know, what you see is what you get with him. But yeah, looking forward to riding him. He does look probably my best ride. And Nasturtium in the last, he's a horse with plenty of talent in his own right. He is. Um, got great speed, and he's going to need from that draw. But if he can, if he can get across without sort of. Overdoing it, obviously uh, 1100 around Rose Hill on pace is big advantage. It just, it just he, his race will um, so know our fate early there, depending on how much pressure there is that first sort of furlong and a half. He can, um, yeah, said so if he can get over without doing too much and just probably just get a rest for a furlong, he's going to take plenty of running down, especially on a. You know, hopefully uh, the track stays dry and the, the weather holds off. He'll, he'll run really well. Mm. Uh, big day tomorrow. The blood alligator blood. He was terrific the other day. He was. Yeah, he, he ran great. He's um, you know, he hasn't he hasn't ran poorly really since um, since going Adrian has got him. So no, another another um, you know, great race for him tomorrow. Obviously, um, stepping out to the 1800 for the first time is going to be interesting, but, uh, yeah, he's a bloody good horse and it'll, um, I think it'll be a, it'll be a great race to, to be a part of there tomorrow. Good on you, Tim. Good luck tomorrow and good luck today. Thanks. Thank, you, thank you, Tim. There he is, Tim Clark. Yeah, busy man, that's for sure, Ronnie, and uh, might just be amongst the winners today. Might let you go, Ron, five minutes to eight, and uh, yep. fire up for some Sydney form talk. Thanks, Richard. Good on you, Ronnie Duffersy. Back with Brad Gray shortly. Let's go through scratchings, five to eight, and uh, we want to jump into the form and give it um, uh, its appropriate time as well. 30 scratchings, Rosehill Gardens, Penetrometer 5.29, uh, Soft 5, Rail True for the Rosehill Gardens Golden Rose Program, and scratchings are as follows, Rate uh, rail five metres 
um, uh, the last meeting true today. Race one, take out six still in fashion, 12 Alma Hero, 14 Lumber Dream, 18 Gold Luna, 20 Matherin, 21 Inda Sun I Will Come and 22 Sky Diamonds. 6, 12, 14, 18, 20, 21 and 22. Uh, race two, take a number one, Cruel Summer. Four, turning, and 17, too good to be true. One, four, um, and 17 from race two. Race three, take out 10 at Tampering. Race four, scratch number two, Attorney, and six, Raging Bull, two and six from race four. Race five, out comes four, Mautai, and five, Papali, four and five from race five. Race six, scratch one, Best of Bordeaux, two, Swiss Exile, four, Great Barrier Reef, seven, Chairman, 10, Plimstock, 12, Spicy Hot Pot, and 13, Rosetta. One, two, four, seven, ten, 12 and 13 from race six. Race seven, scratch number nine, Tycoon Evie. Race eight, number two, Best of Bordeaux, not there. Race nine, scratch seven, Rustic Steel. Nine, Pinstriped and 13, War Eternal. So seven, nine, 13 from race nine. And race 10, take out number nine, Liberty Sun. 12, Burning Crown and 17, Plimstock. Nine, 12 and 17 from race 10. If you have access to the internet, you can jump on racing. Australia and you can go through to the scratching as yourself but let's uh, continue on as well here for Newcastle Racing today. Don't mean to over race too much on their scratchings but we do have a Sydney form talk to get to uh, all the same. Newcastle today soft 7, rails out 5 metres the entire and we have a good program to get through where there are 39 scratchings at Newcastle. They are this way, race 1, take out number 3 white boots and 10 Salsonic, 3 and 10 from race 1. Race two, take out one, Miss Fabergé. Three, Little Lanai. Seven, Lonrioli. Uh, nine, Sands of Pacino. Uh, ten, Love You Like a Love Song. And 13, Slay Queen. So race two, Newcastle. Out comes one, three, seven, nine, 10 and 13. Race three, take out one Atlantic Ocean, five, just an upstart, seven, Royal Pharaoh, nine, Motion Legend, 11, Red Cobra, 13, Bears Best, and 15, Shark Spirit. One, five, seven, nine, 11, 13, and 15 from race three. Race four, take out six, Sky Ace, 13, Observe, and 14, Zedley, six, 13 and 14 from race four. Race five, out comes number three, Little Red Power. Four, My Naughty Boy. 17, Omarosa. 18, Burkamp. And 19, Magna Amor. So race five, Newcastle, put the pen through three, four, 17, 18 and 19. Race six, take out six, Absolute Star. 10, Ignatio. 11, Reisinger. Uh, 18, Alibi, 19 Santa Prost and 20 Balmain Lad. 6, 10, 11, 18, 19 and 20 from race 6. Race 7, take out 1 Kudarati, 3 Master Showman, 4 Persevere, 8 Another Alibi and 9 Daytona. 1, 3, 4, 8 and 9 from race 7. And race 8, take out 4 Deep Snow, 6 Old Zoomia, 7 Lady Shenanigans, 13 Jack, uh, Jack Duggan, and 15 Defeat, 4, 6, 7, 13 and 15 from race 8. 39 scratchings there at Newcastle today. Let's go to Mornington in Victoria because it's grand final day, big day of racing uh, down there tomorrow. Not that Mornington isn't. Eight races to get through and there are a soft five 
The rail true, 18 scratchings for Mornington, race one. Take out number one, Prairie Flower, seven, Pavliani, and eight, Walkstar, one, seven, and eight from the first at Mornington. Race two is clear. Race three, take out one, King's Charisma. Three is the Barman, and nine, Alexander Hamilton. One, three, and nine from race three. Race four, take out five, Hallowed Ground, 12, uh, Imanatu and 13 is he good 5 12 13 from race 4 race 5 out comes number 1 Danero 7 think winning and 12 gun show 1 7 and 12 from race 5 race 6 take out number 9 Trinity's reward race 7 number 1 attorney and race 8 take out number 11 Danistar 14 naval envoy 16 Marimenko and 19 Van Roy 11 14 16 and 19 from the 8th and last there uh, at Mornington. Let's go to Toowoomba, first tier or race of the season uh, up in Queensland today, the Pat O'Shea, and we have a good track there. Um, actually, I've clicked on Twin Hills. Good luck to Twin Hills today. They are racing in Queensland also. Let's go back to Toowoomba. Uh, good four, rail through the entire big, uh, big nine race program. 35 scratchings for Toowoomba, and they are this way. Race one, take out six, Ask Audrey, and 11, Ravaged Awards. Six and 11 from race one. Race two, take out number three, Married to the Mob. Four, Ovidius. 11, Amore Veloce. 12, Grandeur Rose, and 15, Global Factor. Three, four, 11, 12 and 15 from race two at Toowoomba. Race three, take out six, Mashani Valor. Nine, Mashani Mystique. 12, Avoids and 14, False Story. Six, nine, 12 and 14 from race three. Race fours as per program. Race five, take out number four, Swanston. Race six, scratch seven, Acrobatic. Nine, Way Beyond. 10 Manhood, 14 General Dubai, 16 Sienna's Choice, 18 Expectant, 19 Torbreck, and 20 Love Yous All. Uh, 7, 9, 10, 14, 16, 18, 19, and 20 from race 6. Race 7, take out 15 past tense and 16 General Elliot, 15 and 16 from race 7. Race 8, take out 15 Windside, 16 Don't Stop, 17 Miss Divine M, 18 J, uh, VJ Day, and 19 Ice in Vancouver. The emergencies there from race 8, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. And race 9, take out 2 La Amigos, 7 Hodgson, 9 Rathlin, 13 Moon Wolf, 15 Fuji Flyer, 18 Deference, 21 Dynamic Duo, and 22 Lorry. 2, 7, 9, 13, 15, 18, 21, 22 from race 9 at Toowoomba. And let's take across to uh, Morpherville, racing on the park circuit at Morpherville today. Nine races, soft six is the track rating at Morpherville, and there are 21 scratchings. Races 1 and 2 are clear. Race 3, take out number 12, yeah, whatever. Race 3, number 12. Race 4, out comes number 5, I am Bene. Race 4, number 5. Race 5, take out 3, Trident Rising. 8, Estrapaz, and 12, Madrine. 3, 8, and 12 from race 5. Race 6, take out 5, Lunar Hero. 7, Great Diviner, and 11, Angel-like. 5, 7, and 11 from race 6. Race 7, scratch 1, Courageous Hearts. 2C, Witness. 10, Dustin Duran. 15, Manage the Cycle, and 16, Yardstick. 1, 2, 10 
15 and 16 from race 7. Race 8 scratched 2 Exalted Fire, 13 Stadium of Light, 14 Stand to Attention and 16 Briabella, 2, 13, 14 and 16 from race 8. And race 9 Morpherville take out 2 Commander Maru, 4 Absailer, 5 Classy Kenny and 9 Made in Milan, 2, 4, five and nine uh, out of race nine at Morfordville. Four minutes past eight, we'll take a short break on Racing HQ Saturday. Uh, Sky Thoroughbred Central, Sky Racing One might leave us for some racing now. But if you're on the radio, good to have your company. A break and back with Sydney Fawn talk, uh, talk its Golden Rose Day for 2022. Just went to Bottle Mart. How would you like your whiskey, hun? Well, that depends on what whiskey you bought. They had Grand's Triplewood 700ml for $41.99. Well, I would like that fine beverage served on the rocks with a twist of orange peel, please, my dear. Orange peel? It brings out the spicy vanilla sweetness. I'll have mine poured over ice with cola and an orange wedge. It's so refreshing that way. Ah, true. Two barrels make it good, the third makes it Grant's. Triplewood for a smoother taste. One hour delivery available in selected areas. Just download our app. Catalogue specials out now at bottlemart.com.au. Mum, my team was robbed. Why don't the refs see what's going on? They don't have a Samsung QLED. Yep, Quantum Dots technology, Mum. Amazing images. Or an LG QLED. Nanocell Tech, the purest red, green and blue colours. Well, that's most teams. Everyone needs a big screen TV for the footy finals. You'll see everything. Even the bad decisions look good. Can I say that? You just did. Check out our huge deals on big screen TVs at Bingley. Bingley, better living every day. Victor Lodorum, new to Dali, an undefeated Group 1 winner at two, winning the same Group 1 as proven sires Wooden Bassett and Siuni. A Group 1 winner at three, winning the same Group 1 as his sire Shamadel, but in track record time. A son of Shamadel, from the family of Shamadel, who won the same Group 1 as Shamadel. Victor Lodorum, a Group 1 victor at two and three by Shamadel. New to Dali in 2022. Introducing the all-new Kia Niro, available as a hybrid or full electric model. This SUV is designed to cut through, literally. Featuring a Kia First aerodynamic rear pillar design, meaning the wind literally flows through the car. Yes, through the car. The all-new Kia Niro, in hybrid or full electric, designed to cut through, literally. Kia, movement that inspires. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1800 858 858. Welcome back to Racing HQ Saturday, six minutes past eight. Always time to check in with the stewards on a Saturday morning to see what uh, well, their thoughts are on the big day. And chairman of stewards, of course, for a little bit longer, get through the carnival, that's for sure, is Mark Van Gestel. Mark, good morning to you. Morning, Richard. How are you? Well, very well, thanks. Whether you're a, a trainer, jockey, owner, I'm sure stewards, these big Group 1 days, uh, a, a bit of excitement to be had with a good meeting ahead of us. Yeah, no doubt at all. And uh, Golden Rose is a great race, uh, quite even across the board. So now looking forward to getting out there. Can you uh, give our listeners uh, a horse or two that might have jumped out to you in recent reports, please? Starting in race five, number eight, Arctic Thunder from Rose Hill on the 27th of August. It finished fourth behind Old Plain, beaten just on two lengths, but... It did jump a bit awkward that day, but about the 200 metres had to be checked when it was crowded for room. Finished fourth. Um, margin was probably a little unfair. Should have finished closer than what it did. 
Uh, in the ninth race, number two, Ellsberg, was first up in the Theo Marks on the 10th of September, finished uh, six behind Kiku, beaten just over a length, but look from about the 400 metres to the 200 metres, was held up for clear running, um, couldn't be tested at that stage of the event, and once it did obtain clear running, it uh, worked home to the line reasonably well, so it's one they could improve from his first up run. And in the last race, number four, Fire, from Rose Hill on the 27th of August, uh, beaten a short margin and finishing second to Monty Ditto, but it was a bit slow to begin on that occasion, was quickly crossed and as a result settled back towards the rear of the field, but then in the straight it was had inclined to lay out and um, over the concluding stages did run out um, underwriting and uh, essentially threw the race away, so gear change goes on today with the winkers on, so it's one that also um, could improve should its racing manners improve. Okay, good on you, Mark. We appreciate uh, hearing about those horses. Might just help the punters make a bit of a decision as to, as to what they might want to do today. We appreciate it, and we'll do it again next Saturday. Great. Thanks, Richard. Good man, Mark Van Gestel, who'll be trackside soon, that's for sure and certain. Eight past eight, let's dive into the former on Duffers here. Welcome back. What a, what a good meeting to get stuck into. Yeah, well, we'll get stuck into it early, uh, Richard, because we had a little bit of ground to make up here to give these later races um, the credit they deserve. Brad Gray. Brad, good morning to you. What's happening? Good morning, guys. We play roulette with the weather each week, don't we? But we've got the jackpot this time in, so I guess the Golden Rose picture becomes a little bit clearer, dare I suggest. The favourite probably becomes harder to beat in secret. But just touching on Best of Bordeaux, I did see a tweet there from Ray Thomas, scratched from the heritage due to a mild infection. So there is a hope there that he can still run in the Roman Consul on October 8th. Okay, and uh, a man that uh, the punters want to hammer today, uh, speak of Glenn Munsey from the tab. Muns, good morning to you. What's happening? Yeah, morning Richard, morning Ronnie, morning Brad, morning listeners, form an orderly queue, take your best. Um, and uh, let's hope you two, uh, Ronnie and Brad, have better success than the uh, the Weather Bureau that tipped the dollar ten chance all up the uh, $1.20 chance that have both been beaten in the last two days. <laughs> right up. Uh, let's they've have a look at right, the They've been getting it right a bit too often, the weather, though. Yeah, you know what'll happen? It'll start raining about 10.30 Monday morning when I'm on the first tee. Uh, righto, let's have a look at the first here, the Tab Highway. We start with Jalmari as a $12 chance. Antonio Giovanni with the winkers on and the blinkers off at $7.50. King of Spades is a $9 chance. Airliner at $7.50. Rebo Villa at 14 still in fashion scratch. So I think it's running at Canberra. What about them having a Saturday meeting in Canberra? Good luck to them down there. Uh, no deduction for still in fashion. Dark Satin, blinkers on, earmuffs pre-race off and it is an $81 chance. Mr. 88 with the earmuffs pre-race at $6. Radiohead, J4 Gerida there at $31. Rebel's Edge is a $10 chance. Smoother Spree at $11. Alma Hero out, one yesterday at Goulburn. I hope you had something on it, Duff. Uh... You really did it. Amelia Denby comes to town for a ride here at $126. Lumber Dream is out, ran yesterday at Goulburn. Four cents a win and four cents a place. Apache Red at $61. Albert's Memory is a $61 chance as well. Moving along now to Bridges to Babylon. Was $41 earlier and still there. Gold Luna out one yesterday at uh, Scone. Two cents a win and nothing the place. Syrian Star $4.20 makes it favourite. Matherin out no deduction. Indusun I will come out four cents a win and four cents a place. Sky Diamonds out four cents a win and five cents a place. And Cubic Zirconia with Patrick scores to ride there is a hundred and one dollar chance. Right, let's look right back now and have a look. The best supported runner here is 
airliner. Airliner only just airliner over Syrian star. Mr. 88's been the best supported runner in the last 48 hours. Was as much as $11 first thing Friday morning, $6.50 early today, and has been $6.50 into five, uh, $6.50 into six today with a quarter of the total investment on it coming this morning. And next pick would be Antonio Giovanni. Can you sort of map out for us, please, Brad? I can try. Uh, there's not a lot. <laughs> in terms of being straightforward about this race, and that includes the map. So we'll, we'll go with Mr. 88 as the most likely leader. I don't think King of Spades will be far away. Uh, Ruberville may be coming across from that wide gate. Cubic Zirconia could show some dash. I don't know. And Syrian Star, the favourite, drawn a little bit wide. No wait. Uh, maybe they're positive from the outset. But a bit of a head-scratcher here to kick off, Duff. Yep, this one's for you, the punters. Um, I'm 4, 10, 3, 11. I'm with uh, a lean airliner's wave. Might have more upside than most. 10, Rebel's Edge. Uh, he still wants to jar out, and hopefully it is for him early in the day. 3, King of Spades. Um, looks a nice race for him. The setup looks good. And I'm warming to smooth the spree now, I must say, although the odds are gone. But um, I think he's got a terrific hope now that the track's drying out. Out. 4, 10, 3, 11. I've gone 19, 10, 11 and 2. I've gone with the most likely race horse in the field, that being Syrian Star, just banking on that she's got more upside than most here. I know she was a winner at Dubbo there last start in general, the Dubbo form. Occasionally does uh, get franked here in the highway, uh, but yeah, it's not all that often, is it? But odds on favourite there last time out. She did a really good job, got that form through Antonio Giovanni from a couple of starts ago, and I'm just thinking that she is the one on the way up. 10 at Rebel's Edge. I think fits him well now. Uh, a drying track. We didn't want a heavy. We don't get that, of course. Uh, he's got a nice turn of foot, and we'll see that on top of the ground today. The same can be said for Smooth Esprit. They both come through that same Dubbo race there last start where they didn't have a lot go their way because it was a heavy track compounded by the fact that it was pretty much rails in run. And two, Antonio Giovanni. A uh, bit of weight here, but he was very good there behind Democracy Manifest. <coughs> Excuse me, last start. 19-10, 11-2. Darren Flindell calls all the action at Rosehill Gardens today. Darren will be with us for Behind the Gates as well after 10 o'clock. 11, Smooth Esprit on top from 10, Rebels Edge, 4, Airliner and 3, King of Spades. 11-10, 4-3 for Darren in race 1. Race 2 this afternoon, Munns, is our midway handicap. A benchmark 72, 1300 metres. Yeah, Cruel Summer's out here. 6 cents win and 7 cents a play. So Oakfield Duke, uh, we've had uh, Kristen on already this morning. It is a $6 chance. May Rose with a cross nose band on at $8. Turning is out, $0.07 cents a win and $0.09 cents a place to deduction there. The Guru at $31. Concocted for Nathan Doyle at $9.50. Nick Tock goes around in another midway at $18. Trust the process. Chad Schofield, your rider there, at $31. Adios Steve is a $13 pop. El Machiavellian at $19. Anullis with the offside bubble chica off at $26. Rita May with the blinkers off at $26. Verbeck, welcome back to town. Blake Shin at $10. Either or at $23. Cote is a $4.40 chance. Cool Lad at $7.50. And Too Good To Be True is a scratching. Uh, two cents the win and nothing. The place they haven't missed it at Newcastle where it's $15 to $4 in the first race. Uh, most popular runner here is Oakfield Duke. And over... Verbeck, sorry, no, over Cote, then Verbeck, and fourth pick is Mayrose. Where do the favourites find themselves here, Brad? 
All right, well, who have we got as the favourites at the moment? Oh, you'll have to remind me. Probably, probably Cote. Cote. Well, I think plan A would be to find the front. Um, now, it just depends on what Adios, Steve and Nick Top do from the wide gates because if they want to go crazy, I think Tommy probably just is, is happy to take a trail in behind. But plan A for Cote would be to find the front, uh, given he was so impressive in that role there last. Uh, then you've got Rita May just in behind the speed. But Beck can be a touch closer and either or not far away here, Duff. Yeah, I'm leaning to May Rose here. I thought it was a total forgive dragging back from the outside draw, second up. Uh, inside draw here, crossover nose band on, gets the claim. I think she will be around the mark in the finish here. 16, cool lad. Um, I was expecting a little better price. I thought it was a good little spec here. I think he's peaking third up. 15, Cote, no knock at all. He savaged the line winning his maiden. And um, he did have a bit of form last preparation in, in a... You know, he showed a little bit in a couple of group races last prep, so no fluke in that first up win. And throw in 13, Verbeck, who, who similar to May Rose out of that race, looked good. 3, 16, 15, 13. I've gone the way of Verbeck here, 13, 15, 3 and 14. I like the way that he savaged the line there behind Kips Bay in a race that rated pretty well. Uh, he was fantastic and we'll see him later on the program. So second up, much better draw today, 1,300 metres dry track. It's a lovely setup for him to go a couple better. 15, Cote. I love the way that he won there last. Uh, he just went straight to the front. Yes, it was a midweek maiden, but it wasn't your typical midweek maiden win. No, he really put his rivals to the sword. Three, May Rose. I can see the case there. She finally draws a gate where they can ride a bit of a race on her. I think her form this time back has been very much hidden. And 14, either or. Certainly include her if you're having a, a trifecta or a first four. 13, 15, 3 and 14. Okay, Darren Flindell's numbers for race two and midway today. Three Mayros on top to beat 15 Cote, 13 Verbeck and 10 or Machiavellian. Three, 15, 13 and 10 for Darren in race number two. Race three we go to now. The Golden Rose meeting Muns will be the clean away handicap at benchmark 88 over the 1900 metres. Yeah, now just back to the first two races. Now, I had to go back to Tuesday. They sent me the email. What about this? Place a fixed odds win bet on the first or the second race today at Rose Hill and if your bet loses, don't worry about it runs 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 186th or 984th if it loses, you get a bonus bet back up to $50. What about that for a promo to celebrate the uh, the new tab app that's around at the moment? So have a bet on the first two races fixed odds today at Rose Hill and no matter where it runs, if it doesn't win get a bonus bet back up to $50. So we've just put that on the uh, the highway and the midway who have got 6,000 runners in between it. Right, So that's one for you today. Uh, putters on the first two races there. They call that a free kick. That's uh, one in front of the post for you to kick the game off today at Rose Hill Gardens. Right, the third. Now we've got Kiss the Bride as a $9.50 chance looking for three wins in a row. Alcyone at $5.50. Papalino is a $61 chance. Rousseau with the blinkers on at 34. Yale Town at 15. Wicklow, our favourite at $3.20. Kabosh on the backup from last Saturday at 13. Outlandos, Karen McAvoy, your rider there at 51. True Marvel with the synthetic hoof filler off at $151. Tampering out, two cents a win and nothing the place. Hammer on with the blinkers off at $4.40. Quality time at $6.50. And main stage is a $34 chance. Uh, best supported runner here. 
here is Wicklow, a third of the investment on the race and a quarter of what's been invested on him has come this morning. $3.30 already given about it. That was straight after the scratching of tampering at about five past seven this morning. It was $3.30. Second pick is hammer on. Third pick is quality time and then not a breath between the top two. How's the tempo here, Brad? Should be pretty genuine. Uh, you've got Yale Town going forward, you've got Kiss the Bride going forward, main stage with no weight on his back, getting out to his right kind of trip. I imagine he's significantly closer, and that leaves the likes of Kabosh, Alcyone, and probably Quality Time just parking in behind the speed here. Duff, I guess there's a few interpretations of where Hammeron finds himself in the run. Yeah, exactly. That's the key from a wide draw here. But, um, look, I, the blinkers are off him, so maybe, obviously, he's going to be ridden quieter today. Look, I got no excuses for him when he was a beaten favourite last time. I, I'm still convinced he's a better horse than that. Um, I was hoping for a, a softer track, I must say, but dro dropping in weight does appeal. I'll lean his way. Alcyone was very good. He, he was up outside, punching away outside the lead back in distance last start, stuck on well, beaten point three seven. Um, I think from barrier one with three or four going forward here it's a different situation altogether um, at 1900 metres uh, seven Kabosh, I think, on a backup. He might be the value runner. And uh, Wicklow, yeah, he looks well fancied. He's unbeaten on drier tracks, uh, on dry tracks, and he certainly lost momentum and should have made it interesting last start. 11, 2, 7, 6. I'm going to throw 12 into the mix here. 12, 11, 13, and 6. Quality time, an import that's in his second campaign here uh, for Chris Waller in Australia. Now, I love the way that he won at Canterbury last start. Yes, is a leap forward from Wednesday in midweek form into Saturday company, but I think he gets the, the perfect setup to make that transition he gets in relatively light he maps beautifully and yeah i think he's, he's on the way up getting out to his right kind of trip now so that form through that race has been frank somewhat with akahata uh, since running well at canterbury on wednesday hammer on i was a little bit flat after what he did there last start i uh, had a good crack at him that day thinking he was just pretty much over the line but yeah he is too good to just sack off that one effort uh, he wasn't too bad in the finish he was coming again through the line so we'll give him another chance here albeit a bit of a tricky map to overcome 13 main stage my old mate he's not getting any younger uh, but he was a sneaky run there last start behind waterford uh, it was a bit of a sprint home and, and he was deceptively good so out to his right trip he'll run well and six wicklow best of the rest 12 11 13 and six Okay, Darren's numbers for race three at the Gardens today. And Darren Flindell is tipping 12 quality time to beat two Alcyone, six Wicklow and one Kiss the Bride. 12, two, six and one for Darren in race number three. Race four, the Furby Colin Stevens quality here going with a mile and a half uh, at group three level. Cadre du, du Noir, Munns look to be on the fourth on a betting for the Metro. What's, uh, what are punters doing here for our staying race? Yeah, these runners and jockeys might need a furphy after this. Uh, we've got Cadre de Noir here, the favourite. Odds on $1.95. Attorney is out. Two cents a win and two cents a place. Grove Ferry at $6.50. Mohican Heights at $5.50. Herman Hess, he'll be giggling with no rain at $4. Raging Bull is out. Seven cents a win and eight cents a place. Fun fact with a tongue tie on at 11 on Montreal with a Norton bit on and the lugging bit off at $61. Probably the quietest betting race of the day, but it all centres around the favourite here in Cadre de Noir. Just gets out there and bowls along, I suppose. Brad, how do you see it? Yeah, he does, but that said, he won't be completely friendless up there on top of the speed. I've got him taking a trail today. Uh, we'll see enough of fun fact to know that he likes to get into his rhythm. Listening to Tim Clark uh, this morning regarding Grove Ferry, he said he'd be quite happy to, to slip into the stream there. A fun fact, if he wants the lead at all costs, Herman Hess not far away. 
And yes, Cadre Dunois did find himself a default leader there last time, but I think it's a bit of a different setup this time. Yep, I think he takes the sit this week. Um, convinced he'll start black odds now that we're going to dry a track. Um, his edge was the wet, you know. Um, his big edge was the wet. Um, he's, he's, his dry track form is not as good. Uh, I still think he'll win, but he's not a dollar ninety-five chance, and he won't be at the finish here. I'm convinced. Um, but I'm sort of <laughs> saying that. I still think he's one of the better gambles of the day, but not at a dollar ninety-five. I think Grove Ferry is his danger if he settles. Four Mohican Heights is the strong stayer. If they're out on the out of breath late here, he'll just keep whack whack whacking away. And five Herman Hess. Now this track's dry out, dried out. He's got a much much better chance. As has Fun Fact, who is just a, a real dry tracker, and I think he ran boldly in this race last year, fifty three on his back. So not as cut and dried as I first thought, but still have to go to the line with one, one, three, four, and five. Yeah, well said. I tend to echo that in terms of the track conditions regarding Cadre Dunois, but he does come off a lot of five and a half length win there last. Uh, um, you look at his record over the 2400 meters, it's pretty much impeccable. So he marches towards the Metrop, uh, and the market suggests that he'll go there with the picket fence. Five, Herman Hess, he's the one who is advantaged by this dry track the most, I think. He'll just park probably in behind the speed, uh, gets his chance from there, and he does get four kilos less than his stalemate Cadre Dunois. He himself comes off a strong win there last time out. Former Heakin Heights, if it turns into a, a real stain contest and it's a survival of the fittest, he could find himself right in the finish with that 2,500 metre effort there last time, giving him a, a great platform fitness-wise. And seven fun fact, catch me if you can. One, five, four and seven. Okay, yeah, the Metrop getting ever closer and uh, Cadre de Noir on top for Darren. One to beat five, Herman Hess, three, Grove Ferry and four, Mohican Heights. So one, five, three and four for Darren in the Colin Stephen quality race four at Rose Seal today. Working our way through this, uh, this Golden Rose preview, Ron Duffersy, Brad Gray, they've done the four Munns offering these tab prices to the listeners and race five we can go to now, Munns. This is the City Tattersalls Group Handicap and we'll have a bench Benchmark 88 over the 1,400 metres. Yeah, we start with Diamil, who's uh, back a little bit lighter this campaign as a gelding at $6. Punctura, Barry Baldwin brings it down from Brisbane at $7. Dedu's Dart resumes a $41 chance. Maltai, not there. 10 cents a win and 10 cents a place to deduction there. Papali, out. No deduction taken for it. Five Kingdom with the visor off at 26 Munitions is at $81. Arctic Thunder is an $8 chance. Sabak with a cross noseband on at $13. Solar Apex is an $18 chance. Dream Circle at $31. Maurice's Medad at $14. Phillipsburg is a $26 chance. Ita on the backup from winning last Saturday at $7.50. Narrated is a $10 chance. And Fine Point resuming $4.60 and favourite right down the bottom there. The most popular runner in this race here is Ita. Uh, as much as $14 bet about it was uh, that was with Mautai in the race. was still a $13 chance on Thursday uh, and has been now into $7.50. Second pick is Fine Point. Uh, it's been $4.40 to $4.60 the last couple of days. They're clearly ahead of Arctic Thunder and Puntura, the Brisbane visitor. How's the map here, Brad? Race 5. Punchura looks your leader. Narrated not far away. Sabark, does he come across from the wide gate? Potentially. Fine point just parks up somewhere in behind the speed. And the same can be said for Five Kingdoms here, Duff.
Interesting race. Yeah, I'm expecting now the track's drying out that they're going to be a little bit easy. That you know, you like your punctures and you know, the money should dry up for Ida now. As far as she loves it wet as well. So, look, I'd like to see a little bit more confidence about this horse, Diamond, and I'd be um, I'd be all over him. But um, whether it's just he might be the first up run he, he might need with the 61 kilos, I'm not sure. But I think we'll assess him in that last half an hour of betting. And if there's any stable push, I want to be with him. Uh, first up as a girl. I think Arctic Thunder, well, you can't knock that form from that benchmark 100 last start, surely. Um, he should have figured right in that finish, so he looks to have come back well. He won third up last preparation. Three to do start, I was more hot on him if we got a heavy track, but I still see him sprinting well fresh here from an inside draw. And 16 fine point, gee, she looks fancy, uh, looks very well fancied. First up, 53 kilos, and uh, she's going to stay rock hard in this market. One, eight, three, and 16. I'm with him as well. 1, 14, 15 and 16 for me. Uh, as you guys have touched on, he resumes a gelding this import. I like what he did there in his first Australian campaign. A couple of trials this time back. He's done enough in both of those. James McDonald was in the saddle and James going on here first up. Maybe that's a little signal of intent that he is ready to go here first up 1400 metres. But as Duff mentioned, that last... Five, ten minutes of betting uh, will probably negate or probably give us a, a good indication as to how much confidence there is about him first up. But I just think all being equal, he's a little bit better than Benchmark Company. 14 Ida, 15 narrated, two mares that are going well, but they probably are better suited uh, with a bit of rain around. So a drying track is against both of those. And 16 fine point, uh, 53 kilos, parks up somewhere behind the speed. And I like the way that she's trialled. So 1, 14, 15 and 16. Okay, looking at numbers here for Darren for race five, and he's with number 16, Fine Point, and pretty keen as well. One of his best bets of the day here for Darren Flindell. Race five, number 16, Fine Point, a special to be one dime ill, two Punchura, and 14 Ida. 16, 1, 2, and 14 for Darren in race number five. We get to our features, the first of our features, I suppose. Uh, Glenn, carved up here is race number six, the Petaluma Heritage Stakes, and some three year olds here, set weights plus penalties. Listed race at the 1,100 metres. Yeah, well, sometimes Edward Scissorhands is in the office here with some of the prices, but he's got to this race, hasn't he? The Heritage. What are we down to? Uh, six runners. Mr. Um, Bordeaux, not there, as Ray Thomas told us, um, some sort of an infection. So 33 cents a win and 17 cents a place. And if you're wondering, it was evens when it came out. Swiss Exile, 8 cents a win and 10 cents a place. Now, uh, first runner here is Semion, and it is a $2.80 chance. Went up $3.20 actually, so 320 to 280 and the new favourite in the race now Great Barrier Reef out, no deduction Economics is a $5 chance, another Cognac with a tongue tie on at $11 Chairman out, no deduction Hawaii 5.0 I did wipe the rider down, is that Damien Lane? Uh, Tommy no, Berry. that's Tommy Berry sorry, Tommy Berry on Hawaii 5.0, Blinkers on today for Hawaii 5.0 at $6.50 Opal Ridge $3.10, went up that price with Semion 320, but Semion into 280 now. Plimstock out, two cents a win and two cents a place. Wingardium at $9.50. Spicy Hot Pot out, two cents a win and three cents a place. And Rosetta out, no deduction. Uh, well, since the market went up, as I've told you, Semion 320 to 280, it's not significant money, but there's more money than any other runner in the race. And it doesn't really matter what happened before because we've got seven scratchings.
Uh, I suppose redo your map. How does your map shape up now, Brad, for this heritage? Yeah, I've actually got economics leading now from the wide draw coming across half aggressive and trying to find the front. That leaves Opal Ridge just in behind the speed. I don't think Wingardium's far away and Semyon uh, potentially finds himself right there as well, Duff. Um, yeah, I haven't had time to rethink this race, but this, uh, uh, the more um, every minute goes by, um, this could be the best of good things, Semi, on here. Uh, it could be, I, I want him to be aggressive out of the barrier and lead. He's drawn inside the other speed, and he did lead a, a Blue Diamond. He, he was up there in a kindergarten, and um, he does have speed if they want to use it, and I think it's the right race, race to use it, and I think he'll win. Um, you know, three lengths off him in a group two weight for age race last start, and he's against, you know, horses out of maiden class. Um, so there's a chance he... The more I look at this race, I'm, I'm thinking he's a, close to the bet of the day. He's trialling well economics, no doubt about that. And he, he, he won his latest trial. There's been eight winners out of his maiden win at Scone last preparation. So we can say it was more than a, a maiden win because there's been some depth come out of that race. Uh, look, no knock on Opal Ridge. Um, the facts are she's out of highway grade. It's as simple as that. I know she, she's got uh, some nice three-year-old fillies runs there, but um, she was good. She did enough with the bias there the other day with those two leaders. And eight away, five over. Those blinkers may switch him on. He just floated winning when a short price favourite the other day. But the more I look at this, um, Semyon, I like a lot. Three, five, nine and eight. I'm going with Opal Ridge here, 9, 3, 5 and 11. She just parks in behind the speed. Uh, she's been so consistent this time. Uh, she's got a bit of fight in her and I like those Phillies races, those references. I know she was beaten a fair way there by, by Zugotra and In Secret, but she didn't have a lot of luck that day. She was beaten five lengths prior to that, her form through Troach. That's been franked a number of times since and again a race where she didn't have a lot of luck. So gets the right kind of run to probably put her hand up here and suggest that she is um, more than capable of taking one of those remaining Kosciuszko slots. Three Semion, yeah, I can see he is very hard to beat. Three lengths off the likes of Rothfire last time out. Five Economics, he's the big unknown. There are a few unknowns in this race, but there's every chance that he could put his hand up here and suggest that he's a horse going forward that can do some handy things. And at 11 wing Guardian, I think, can bounce back from last start. She's better than that. Nine, three, five. Numbers for Darren Flindell, and I apologise if you can hear a voice in the background. There's a speaker in the studio, and some fellas just talking about who's he racing in the background. Too good. Five economics for Darren to beat nine April Ridge, eight Hawaii Five O, and three Semi on five nine eight and three for Darren in race number six. Twenty four hour fold cover for twenty four hours a day. Peace of mind. No excess on life saving surgery claims. Agreed value fall rate guarantee and the optional extended fold policy until the twenty twenty four yearling sales. All with guaranteed renewal. A clause pioneered by HQ. Visit HQ insurance.com.au for more information. Be sure, insure with HQ. About 26 minutes to nine. It's great to have your company on Racing HQ Saturday. We'll take a short break on the other side. We have three or a couple of group twos and a group one to take a good look at. The quaddy legs coming up here on Racing HQ Saturday. Brad Gray here with the latest market mover, skyracing.com.au. It's the home of racing with tips and views from the leading form experts across all three racing cottons. There's breaking news and insights. Plus, catch all your favourite shows and the latest podcasts on demand wherever you are. And the best part, it's 100% free. So, get the jump on the field and head to skyracing.com.au. 
running a trades business isn't all sunshine and rainbows. It's full of these spreadsheets and paperwork. That's why I use Fergus. It takes care of all my admin so I can focus on the things I'm actually good at. Plus, it's got a bunch of handy tools to help keep my business under control. You the ripper. Fergus Job Software. Tradies swear by it. Visit fergus.com slash radio where you'll get a $200 discount to get you started. You to Dali in 2022. It's a two-length lead for Palace Pier. Races towards the line and Palace Pier is the winner of the Queen Anne. He recorded nine number ones, five at Group 1 level. But Palace Pier looks too strong. Palace Pier, he's all class, this champion Moiler. Introducing Palace Pier, Kingman's greatest hit, standing at Dali. HQ Insurance gives you peace of mind with 24-hour fall cover and no excess on life-saving surgery claims. Plus optional extended fall policy until the 2024 yearling sales. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more information. Be sure, insure with HQ. The days are getting longer, the nights are getting warmer. Spring racing has arrived. This year, Queensland takes centre stage for six thrilling weeks of spring racing action. Check out everything you need to know at racingqueensland.com.au. Queensland is racing. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help one 800-858-858. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to Racing HQ Saturday. Great to have you with us. You've joined at a good time. We're about to dive into our feature races at Rose Hill Gardens today. And let's go to race number seven. And this will be the Racing and Sports Golden Pendant. Group two, set weights plus, plus penalties here. Munns, a great group of mares here. And they're doing battle over the Rose Hill Gardens, 1,400 metres. Yeah, good morning to Gary Crisp and all the boys down there in Canberra, uh, the sponsor here of the Golden Pendant. And our first runner is Nima Lee, and she is a $4, sorry, a $5.50 chance. Startantes at $7. We've got Jamea as an $11 pop. Electric Girl at $18. Expat at $11. Palaya Pan with Damien Lane, your rider there, at $11. Mirror Vision at $26. Espiona, our favourite, at $4.60. Tycoon Evie out, no deduction. My Whisper at $21. Meg. Well, is she auditioning for a Kosciuszko spot? Because uh, we had Golden Point come out yesterday, and that makes this... Um Two uh, runners still to go on the Cosmos. Still no rider declared for Meg. Um, what are you doing, Matty? Uh, and she is a $23 chance. Papali is $101. Uh, Catalan at $13. Dynasties, Blake Shin, one kilo over at $55, $23. Gin Martini, Brenton Abdullah, a half over at $126. Raduna is a $19 chance. And Dalcini right down there at $31. Let's go back here and find the most popular runner at this stage with Tab customers. This market been open since Wednesday, and it's Espiona. Albeit, she's got out every single day. It was three fifty all in, four dollars final field Wednesday, four forty now four sixty. Uh, behind her, they're lining up. Nimalee is actually the second pick. Third pick by the exact amount of one dollar is Startontes over Jamea, and then you go to Meg and Catalan. Tyler Schiller on Meg, Tyler Schiller on Meg. Right up, beautiful. William Mayers here. Brad, how do they settle down when the gates open? 
Yeah, we've got your three nailed on go forward horses, Raduna, Electric Girl and Expert. And then you've got Damien Lane on player pan from that wide gate has a decision to make in the first couple hundred metres. And the same can be said for Nimalee with Regan Bayless aboard. Do they push the button and go forward or do they look for a little bit of cover here, Duff? I don't know. I think I've stuffed this race right up. I don't know what to... <laughs> that's not, at, no, that's Ronnie, not what Ronnie, Ronnie, at the moment, you may yes, have stuffed it. I love the you honesty. do find the winner. Yeah, I knew that it would win. You I was playing, you're not being honest. <laughs> uh, I was playing wet form here, and I was really warming myself up to, the, you know, your Nimalees and expats here. Um, look, I've got to go through the line so far, um, but hardly with um, any confidence. Nimalees, uh, I think she'll be... She's one tough mare, so she'll be ridden aggressive out there, she, she'll tough it out well. I think her advantage was, uh, even though she's got good drive form as well, but uh, she would have excelled on the wet here. Um, I'll still put her on top with her class and that, that form around Zaki and the uh, takeover trial since. Expat, uh, she, she sets up well, you know, a run and a trial and a forgivable run on the inside part of the track at Wyong there the other day. I think I've had something on dynasties here. Now that trial was just too good to be true. I know it's a hard race for her to resume in, but uh, I think she's um, untapped this mare. I think she's very, very good. And Espiona, this is her moment. She could well blow them away here. And a perfect surface just with the jar off it. Is, uh, and the stable confidence. They, they're, they're not letting down on her. They, they think she's... Um, uh, flying, so anyway, you got to respect it. Horses like Shemaya, who I just put the pen through because of the wet, they're coming back into play if she runs 1400. And there's a, there's many others in this race that uh, could improve as well, including Electric Girl back on dryer, one five fourteen and eight. Yeah, I think Star Tontes, uh, she goes well on top of the ground as well. And I've yes. gone the way uh, of her. So two ten eight and one. She of course won the Group One Tats Tiara on a firm deck, and she beat Snap Dancer that day. So that stacks up quite well. I know she ran seventh there in the Shiraco last start, but sectionally, she was very, very good. So she is a little bit one-dimensional, and that, of course, is a concern, but barrier eight today, I'm just praying that she can maybe put herself into a midfield position. Maybe that's wishful thinking. My Whisper, I think she's a good knockout hope. She also comes through the Shiraco. Just as she was building up her revs, uh, she got chopped out there between Star Tontes and Espiona. Uh, I think it was a lot better run than it reads on paper. 1,400 metres, second up. She draws a lovely gate here to park a couple of pairs closer. She's a big improver at odds. Eight, Espiona. Don't know. The jury's out, uh, but it is a, a mini D-Day for her to bounce back. And one, Nimalee, just on her class. Two, ten, eight, and one. Uh, Ronnie, coming into the spring, I think we're sort of talking about expat as one of those mares that could take that next Leap draws good gate today. Where's where's expat in the scheme of things? Uh, look, I think she puts herself right on the speed here with Raduna, and uh, she said that she loves Rose Hill. Um, if we get a track that's favouring on paces, she's going to be single figure odds. I thought her edge was more the wet track. Uh, than the drier track. So if we get a shower through the day, everything's rosy again with her. Like I say, I've got her in second pick and and uh, she sets up well. Okay. Uh, numbers here for Darren, Darren Flindell. He's with number 14, Dynasties. And um, mm. Brody Nixon, um, it's um, a trial horse for this morning as well. So we'll see what happens with her price after 9 o'clock. 14, Dynasties for Darren. A good odds to be. Number 2, Startante. 6, Palazapan. And number 8, Espiona. Good race for the mares, isn't it? 14, 2, 6 and 8 in race number 7. Takes us to race 8 at Rose Hill Gardens today. The million dollar Shandon Golden Rose. Group 1, the three-year-olds here. Mun set weights at the 1,400 metres. And if you're out and about... Might be watching all the races all day. Just make sure you're tuning into Sky Thoroughbred Central at around about, what, five to four? The race is five past four.
Yeah, and you get the mounting yard there. And uh, our first runner is Dormier. Now, a confirmation of tactics this morning to be ridden with cover. Dormier, and it is a $41 chance. Best of Bordeaux out, five cents a win at five cents a place. Jack and O at $7.50. Sajardin at 21. Political debate at 51. Promito, Josh Parr at $34. Golden Mile is a $6 chance. Brosnan, the blinkers go on, the winkers come off, and it's an $81 chance. Sevenak is at $71. Basquiat at $71. Fast Witness at $23. Mullane's a $34 pop. Zoo Tiger at $41. Started favourite in the Ming Dynasty. Now $41. Fireburn at 9 She's Extreme at 9 In Secret, Synthetic Hoof Filler on the off four. And the favourite at $2.70. And Paris Dior, Blake Shin at this stage, a half over. And it is a $17 chance. Well, this market's been open since Tuesday. Final field. And in that point of time, In Secret has been 3.20 into 2.70 with one-third of the investment on the race and more than double the investment of any other runner. Second pick is Fireburn, but um, we'll expect her to drift with if track does firm up or is firming up. Um, then, next pick would be Jack and O, and then little between She's Extreme and Golden Mile. So it's uh, fairly much those in the market are the most popular runners at this stage. Well, imagine, Brad, when these barriers came out and James and Godolphin saw that gate for In Secret, they probably thought, good, but a little luck at the top of the straight won't go astray. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But all being equal, I think she does find herself in a lovely trailing position here. Now, what do we do with this top end of the race? It's a bit of a head-scratcher. Of course, Dormier, change of tactics to be ridden with cover. But what horses are going to give it cover here? Zoo Tiger, uh, potentially. But John O'Shea himself came out earlier in the week and said that they'd love the scenario for to ride him a touch more conservatively. And Chris Wallace said something similar with Basquiat. So, I don't know. Maybe Fast Witness can be handier. He was half tardy away there last time out, but he wasn't far off over 1,200 metres a start prior to that. And She's Extreme, of course, has run well from, from right on top of the speed in some big Group 1 races as a two-year-old. So, a bit to play out here, uh, but is a, a fascinating map to, to attempt to dissect here, Duff. Yeah, stay tuned. They'll be jumping out of the ground here, all wanting to go forward now. I think horses mm. like Fast Witness Brosnan. Just an inkling with in Timmy's tone this morning, he might want to go forward. Uh, Paris Dor might want to go forward. So Jardin will be closer. Uh, so I think it... It's not going to be a trot and canter by any stretch of the imagination because those horses inside will come out aggressive trying to bluff those horses that might want to go forward. And I hope one of them is she's extreme. If she jumps cleanly, I want to be aggressive. She's a strong mare, a strong filly. Um, look, I, I know we were hoping for a heavy track for her, but um, I don't think there's enough evidence to say that she won't go on the dry. But the question mark is, you know, she hasn't really been on it other than maybe a first start or something. So I still think she's over the odds. Uh, she's a big danger, obviously, in secret. I think seven golden mile, he pick, you know, he picked these horses, picked themselves. And Prometo, I think, is uh, going to peak inside draw, third up, lovely set up. And he certainly bears a lot of respect. It's a great race. You know, you can just see so much. I've already had three bets in this race, and I might have more. Like I've backed up. She's extreme. I've had something on Prometo, and I've had something on Sebenak, um, who I've just been you know, eyeing off. And he's two runs back. He never got out the other day. And, you know, he could be 100 to 1 here, and he's not the worst. And, you know, I, I can't dismiss Jackano. He's done nothing wrong. What a race. 15, 16, 7, and 6.
Yep, I've found the same filly here. She's extreme. It's just that pure price angle, isn't it? Uh, then you throw into the mix that she's just going to get a lovely trail, probably just in behind the speed. If not, she's got that versatility to be right there. So she's hard enough to beat. Uh, off her forgive run there last time out, thought she did more than enough first up, given the way the track played. 16 in secret, impossible to knock. She was a fantastic winner there of the run to the rose. She's got a fantastic turn of foot, so a dry track today. Plays to her strengths. Seven golden mile, the stalemate of in secret, uh, a genuinely run or 1,400 metres, I should say. Sets up really well for him if that does turn out to be the case. If he can find a three-wide running line and just blend into the race at the right time like he did in the Ming Dynasty, he's going to be very hard to hold out. And three, Jackano. I think Mick Price and Michael Kent have been doing the opposite to the rain dance, whatever that is, um, and they've got it. So a dry track plays to his strengths and doesn't have a lot of tactical speed, but he's got a monster finish. So if he can pick his way through the field late, he's going to be mighty hard to hold out. 15, 16, 7 and 3. Uh, Brad, can you see Sajardin improving enough well, uh, he's, a, he's a damn good cult I mean yep. was it a, a pass mark of sorts first up, where's he sitting here yeah, we'll give him a pass mark. Um, he j actually jumped on terms with the field. You look at the start in that run to the rose, and I think today he can settle significantly closer in the run, which gives him his chance. That 1,200-meter tempo, he just probably got run off his legs a little bit too soon. He was warming up through the line, so a little bit fitter. 1,400 meters uh, can show that turn of foot a little bit better, so no surprise whatsoever to see him bounce back. Going to put him in your multi, Richard, or you can make a hero out of yourself here? Oh, I'm not allowed to put in horses that are too big a price, Ronnie, apparently. Got to keep, got to keep it a little little short in the market, apparently. Turn it up. Oh, come on, have a go. <laughs> have a go? Hey, you just wor you worry about your punters panel moulding there, mate, and we'll worry about ours. Ours is $13 this week, Richard. Oh, well, well yeah. ours, will, ours will be shorter than that. We'll allow more people on, that's all. You're getting a bit of airplay, you know, you're, you're getting there in a second. <laughs> oh, we got a few, have we got a few ads going, Ronnie? What about poor old the boys on Friday? They get nothing. Oh, rubbish. <laughs> Five <laughs> weeks ago, it was the, they had a great advantage, the blokes, on hey. Friday. They got to choose the first races. Hey, they, Ro hey, now, now they get, you know, there's nothing <laughs> I to should about have started Saturday I should. morning. <laughs> hey, Ro Ronnie, it, it, you've got to get the multi up before any promos happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got your tip scratchings. Yeah. <laughs> i tell you what, you know who is happy? The customers are happy we brought this little innovation in yeah. on both Friday and Saturday morning because first up, the, the Friday morning one was successful. <laughs> now the Saturday morning one is successful. If you're taking both of them, it's been P-H-A-T fat. What, what are they saying in the tab offices? Are they about to pull the pin on this or are they happy to keep it going? Oh, Dicko doesn't care. Parramatta won last night. He doesn't care how much money we tear up as long as Parramatta gets through. They're through to the grand final and he's a happy man. It's a friendly, friendly rivalry between the Maldives. So sure, before we move on here, Roddy, I don't want to bang on about these fillies. Is anyone talking about Paris Dior here at all? Uh, they should be, uh, because she's a good filly, and um, she's a Percy Sykes winner. She's in a very good grand final stable, we know that, and I thought she looked amazing in the yard the other day, so with an improvement to come. Numbers for Dan Flindell. Sorry, months. I'm glad we went faster than no president in uh, that last Saturday in this uh, first part of the preview because we're up to race nine and it's not even ten to nine yet. We're That's going right. well. We can have we, a chat after the tenth. We, we can, we, yeah. we can we recap. Are, we are going along just nicely. Numbers for Darren here in the Golden Rose. Darren's with number 15, Sheds Extreme, to be 16 in secret. Puts number seven, Golden Mile, in for third. And number six, Prometo. So Darren is 15, 16, 
7 and 6 in a terrific golden rose. Let's get to the Shannon Stakes in Munns. Race number 9 today, uh, the Ned Whiskey Shannon Stakes. Group 2 over the 1,500 metres race 9 here, Munns. Yeah, and Mount Popper's back at the races today. Gee, he's been showing some zip in his trials. He's an $18 chance. Ellsberg's our favourite at $2.80. Kerwin's Lane, the synthetic hoof filler off today at $12. Pinarello, the Queensland Derby winner over in Australia at $14. Dr Drill is a $23 chance. Big Boy Roy at $17. Rustic Steel is out nine cents a winner, nine cents a place. A Tissue at $9. Pinstriped is out six cents a winner, seven cents a place. Surf Dancer at $4.60. Old Flame at 5 4 Home 2 at 71 And War Eternal is out $0.11 cents a win and $0.11 cents a play. So this market uh, being carved up. Um, most popular runner is now Ellsberg, uh, the favourite. Uh, you could have had uh, $2.90 about it earlier today. That was, yeah, after War Eternal had come out. So uh, $2.90 best price given today. Now $2.80. Second biggest surf dancer, and it's 440 out to 460 so far this morning. They're clearly uh, ahead of the rest of the field. In fact, more go to Old Flame now, third pick. And what's fourth pick now? Actually, Big Boy Roy. We'll have a look at this uh, speed map, Brad, certainly for racing and sports, and where they have Mount Popper. He's been springing out of the gates in those trials. Yeah, he has, but you'd still expect him to take hold, wouldn't you? First up, I don't know what his targets are this time back. I guess if he if he pings out like that, maybe they do go forward here, but I'd be more inclined to think that they will go back. Ellsberg, uh, he'll punch up, and if Surf Dancer wants to cross, uh, Tim Clark will make sure that Regan Bales just has to do a little bit of work to get there. Big Boy Roy isn't far away, and Old Flame, uh, one, of the, one of the favourites also, just parks in behind the speed. So all these horses that are hard in the market, they certainly get their chance looking at the map. Yep, I think he has he has to be the starting point here, Ellsberg. He he never got a look at him there first up. Um, didn't have a hard run. Um, track and distance record is great. He's a genuine horse, and you you know one thing, he's going to give you a big sight. Um, so I've got him on top. I'm a big fan of Old Flame. Um, Geez, there's five diamonds. We were all raving about the gold, uh, the Golden Eagle, the four-year-old race. How, how what a success it's been. But just listening, a few of these horses that are, you know, already the, the big talk is this five diamonds for the five-year-olds now. And we heard, heard Michael Kent this morning say, you know, they're, they're preparing a couple of horses for it, Ayrton maybe, and um, you know, our Playboy and whatever. So it's on the radar, and that's Old Flame's main target, and he certainly come up well. He's a danger here again. I'm also in my Mount Popper's corner. Would have rather a wetter track for him just to slow a few of the faster horses up, but uh, uh, down, I should say. But um, I think he's there's nothing wrong with his form last preparation. Second in a sky high, he won the Neville Selwood, and third in a Queen Elizabeth. I know he's been maligned a little bit, but... Um, He's really capable of sprinting well fresh here. And the, the edge has gone now, though, at the price. And a Tissue's the other one. Uh, she did more than enough the other day, and this is a perfect surface for her as well if we get a couple of these leaders having a go at each other. Two, eleven, one, and 8. I like the dry track today for Surf Dancer with no weight on his back. I think his trial suggests that he's returned really well. Um, bits and pieces of form there last time in that suggest that he's well and truly winning up to giving a race like this a shake. Now he's on the big dance path, this horse. Two, Ellsberg, uh, he gets his chance here. He's got a fantastic record 
at Rose Hill. Fantastic record. This track and trip, I know he, his second up form is a little bit deceptive, but he hasn't been beaten all that far. 11, old frame. Uh, he's returned really well himself. Another import. And 8, a tissue. Did more than enough there first up in the Theo Marks to deserve some respect here. 10, 2, 11 and 8. Uh, Ronnie, I wonder how Ford Kerwin's lane will be for a race like this. I think the Moa market will tell you that. Um, if they're specking for him later, he parades well. He certainly he just minds his own business there. And, um, you know, he, even though he, he may be better horse second up than first mm. up, that's what his record's telling me. Number 10 on top here for Darren 10 Surf Dance to beat two Ellsberg, 11 Old Flame and one Mount Popper. 10, 2, 11 and 1 for Darren in race 9. Get to race 10 now, Muns. We finish off with the irresistible pools and spas handicap finishing off with a benchmark 78 at the 1100 metres. Yeah, we're starting with Tri-State here. The winkers go on today. The blinkers come off. drawn the car park though and it's a $10 chance. Spiranak. A Kosciuszko slot is for Spiranak and Tongue Tie On resuming today at $34. A very fine red is a $7 chance. Fire with the winkers on $4.20 and favourite. Starman finally gets to the races today at $7. Authentic Jewel at 19. Nasturtium is a $10 chance. Kips Bay, can it back up the win in the midway the other day? It's a $6.50 chance. Liberty Sun is out, no deduction. Julian Rock is a $51 chance. Undeniable with the blinkers off at $101. Burning Crown is out, no deduction. Fox Fighter at $21. Miss Dior at $31. Winning verse, Josh Parr's going to ride a half over at this stage at $13. Ebhar is a $16 chance and Plimstock is out, out of both races now today. Seven cents a win and eight cents a place to deduction for Plimstock. Uh, good battle here between Fire and Very Fine Red is the most popular runner. Fire holds a $900 advantage over a Very Fine Red. Fire unchanged at 4.20 this morning. A Very Fine Red already 7.50 into 7. And they're a bit of a distance in front of Kipps Bay, who sticks out to 6.50 this morning. And fourth pick would be right down the bottom there in Ebhar. Much pressure in the last, Brad. Yes, there is a lot of pressure here. Uh, Nasturtium, winning verse, authentic jewel, Kips Bay. Anthony Cummings did flag this morning with you guys that Tri-State might be ridden a touch conservatively here. And Ebhar you can throw into the mix as well as a very speedy galloper. So I guess... Originally assessing this race as maybe being on a soft track, uh, you'd think that these backmarks are coming to play, but I guess there is a little chance now, Duff, that these on-speed horses' dry track could keep running, but that said, they're going to have plenty of company up top. Yep, it's happened before at the 1100 at Rosehill. You think they've gone down too hard and they just keep running and the backmarkers have just come home with the flashing light. Mm. Um, look, I, um, I really like Starman here um, at the price. I think he just pops up too two lengths off them from the inside drawer if they open up I think he can charge through and run a really good race two of his three wins have been first up they've been getting, keeping their powder dry waiting for the right race I think his trials are acceptable I think he'll run really well if Tristate has any luck at all that former round shades of Rose and Remark looks very good for a race like this and he's really overachieved in his two runs back uh, eight Kips Bay Normal circumstances, I'd say no, 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 no. Uh, class one midway form, but it was just he looked. He, he paraded like a Group One horse there the other day, and he delivered. So I'm, 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 I'm wary of him. And fire. Well, he might just slot in three lengths off him, hopefully with cover and, and launch on him, launch on them here with his winkers back on. Um, five, one, eight, and four, and a little tricky little finish to the day.
It is. I think a very fine red can run a race here nice and fresh. I know you look at her trials and you think, oh, well, there's not much doing there, but she's never really been a flash trial horse. First up, last prep, she's only been a length and a half by Mazu on a heavy surface, so I don't think that's necessarily her go. So a dry track today, just camping in behind the speed. I like the 1,100 metres for her, and the last time we saw her at the races, uh, she was taking ground off Zapateo at Scone. Four fire, uh, he'll appreciate a hot tempo here last start. He was his own worst enemy there. Four weeks ago, a little freshen up since then. He just got a bit wayward in the straight. Eight Kips Bay, I think he, he can take that leap. Uh, we are talking about a pretty deep benchmark 78, though. And five Starman, I tend to agree. Uh, he's found the right kind of race here to resume. J-Max stalks the speed, 1,100 metres. Three, four, eight and five. Darren's numbers in the last race, 10 race Hill Gardens. And Darren's with number three, a very fine red to beat five Starman, four fire and eight Kips Bay. Three, five, four and eight for Darren in race number two. 10. Minute to go, guys. Best bets on Golden Rose Day. Ronnie, fire away. Um, look, I'm not as bullish as I was, but um, I'm going to go the line with Cadre Noir, with, but no way in the world odds on. No way in the, that. It's, I don't like saying he's my best bet and then say the odds are poison, but you'll get better than that, surely. Um, I still think you can overcome a few obstacles there. Uh, best value... I'm still going to go with She's Extreme. I think she's ready to pounce there at 9 or $10. And I'm late feelings are Semyon's a good thing as well, but um, we'll, we'll save him up for later. Yeah, he's evens now, Ronnie, card de noir. Yeah, well, there you go, yep. Good on you, Ronnie. We might let you go. Sky Thoroughbred Central, he'll be up, up close with those good horses all day. Let's go. Yep, looking forward to it, Richard. Thank you. Ron Duffersey will be on the radio again next Saturday morning at the same time. Brad, uh, your best in value for Golden Rose Day, please. Yeah, I've pretty much gone with two value bets as opposed to a best bet after Best of Bordeaux came out. So I've gone race three, number 12, quality time for Chris Waller. I think he can only run a big race today. I love the setup for him. And the lucky last, a very fine red, race 10, number three. Thank you, mate. Speak during the week. Good luck today. Thanks, guys. Brad Gray, Selections, and Ronnie's up across all our various social media platforms. Munns, uh, 9 o'clock hits. Let's see what the punters want to do. Yeah, that's right. Jockey's Challenge, his favourite, J-Mac, but he's not as short as he normally is. 2.30 over Tommy Berry, 3.40. Willie Pike at 5. Tim Clark at 8. Jason Collard at 10. Any other jockey, 18. Brent Navdala, 51. Sam Clippard at 61. Don't forget that special offer today. Races 1 and 2 at Rose Hill. Happens at uh, Mornington and Toowoomba as well. Back a winner online. Uh, back a winner. Back a runner online. Fixed odds. And if it doesn't win, no matter where it runs, you get a bonus bet up, up, up to $50 and check out the new tab app. Good on you, Munns. A minute past nine. We'll take a break on Racing HQ Saturday on the other side. It's the Mornington Preview with Dean Lester and Mark Hunter. Stay with us for Racing HQ Saturday. The days are getting longer, the nights are getting warmer, and Queenslanders are ready to let their hair down. It can only mean one thing. Spring racing has arrived. This week, the Queensland Spring Carnival heads west to Toowoomba for the time-honoured Wheatwood Handicap. Running conjunction with the renowned Carnival of Flowers, the action is highlighted by the running of the Wheatwood Handicap, the Toowoomba Cup, and the Pado Shape Play. Check out everything you need to know at racingqueensland.com.au. Queensland is racing. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Don't whinge and whine about the traffic. Think of the wine you'll have at home. A glass of Windy Peak Cabernet Merlot by De Bortoli, of course. Here's the traffic. Discover the astonishing beauty of Europe or Alaska with Holland America Line. Now is the best time to book with our ultimate upgrade event. Visit hollandamerica.com. Eastern Creek on the M7 at Eastern Road, a truck's crashed. Long delays in both directions, 40k an hour zone, so allow extra time. Lane 2 is closed both ways. 
Hunting would have breakdown on Reservoir Road approaching Great Western Highway. One northbound lane's blocked. Blacktown lights are flashing yellow corner Main Street at Marcel Crescent. Bob Jane T-Mart's look after you. Buy three, get one free. Plus instant cashback on top tyre brands. Call or order online today. T's and C's apply. I'm Luke Germain, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. The all-new Nissan Qashqai, X-Trail and Pathfinder arrive in Australia soon. Demand for these all-new SUVs is high, so visit your Nissan dealer today to place your order. Tab has racing offers on tap this spring. On races one and two at Rose Hill, Mornington and Toowoomba this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet, and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's six races across three tracks. If your bet loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. For racing on tap, download the new Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1800 858 858. Foreign owned bookies like Sportsbet and Ladbrokes are taxed less than other Australian gambling products. Support our call for fair play. Visit fairplaycoalition.com.au for more details. Authorised by Aussie Fair Play Coalition Proprietary Limited, Melbourne. Live up the long weekend at Sydney Everest Carnival's grandest day of Group 1 racing, headlined by the $1.5 million Tab Epsom. Surround yourself with world-class thoroughbreds, fashion and food for a spectacular carnival celebration. Enjoy a day of majestic racing, then party with rock royalty at an electric performance from Australia's ultimate Queen tribute band, Tab Epsom Day, where stories are made. Saturday, October 1st, Royal Randwick. Book now at theracers.com.au. Just went to Bottle Mart. How would you like your whiskey, hun? Well, that depends on what whiskey you bought. They had Grand's Triple Wood 700ml for $41.99. Well, I would like that fine beverage served on the rocks with a twist of orange peel, please, my dear. Orange peel? It brings out the spicy vanilla sweetness. I'll have mine poured over ice with cola and an orange wedge. It's so refreshing that way. Ah, true. Two barrels make it good, the third makes it Grant's. Triple Wood for a smoother taste. One hour delivery available in selected areas. Just download our app. Catalogue specials out now at bottlemart.com.au. Did you know the average earnings of recent English Ready to Race graduates is over $84,000? Don't miss the sale at Riverside on Tuesday, October 11. Catalogue available now at english.com.au. Hi, it's Matty Johns. Get your years of hard work recognised and get the qualification you deserve with the help of Skills Certified. Their partner RTOs assess your workplace skills and can turn them into a nationally recognised qualification through recognition of prior learning. It could open your career options, increase your salary or even get your promotion. Why spend unnecessary time and money when life has already qualified you? Take the free 60-second skills check now at skillscertified.com.au. Get your skills certified. This spring racing carnival, Foxtel customers have the chance to win a share of $75,000 just for watching some of the best racing on Sky. With cash on offer across every Group 1 race day, tune in, spot the code word and enter the draw to become $5,000 richer. Enter at skyracing.com.au forward slash Foxtel and join in the excitement this spring. Foxtel customers 18 plus only excludes SA ends November 5. T's and C's apply. See website New South Wales TP forward slash 01685 ACTTP 22 forward slash 152. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the new Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. 
Welcome back to Racing HQ Saturday at six minutes past nine. Lovely to have you with us. It's now time to talk all things Melbourne. Grand final day, we know, uh, but uh, there's also a Mornington program to cover and winners to be found. We'll also touch on tomorrow's racing with the guys as well. I'm sure we'll have the time to do that. And I speak of Dean Lester and Mark Hunter. Dean, a very good morning to you. What's happening in Melbourne this morning? Plenty, I'd oh, imagine. <laughs> plenty on, Richard. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, for Melbournians, it's nearly like Christmas Day grand final day. It's, uh, it's a lot of excitement uh, building at the MCG, but we've got to find eight winners uh, down on the peninsula at Mornington. And what do we say, Dean? I suppose if you are, you know, partaking in any festivities today... It's nine o'clock. There's no need to over-race at this time of the day. <laughs> Gee, uh, I don't know if a lot will heed your advice, uh, <laughs> Richard. The, 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 there's some that need cross-nose bands and tongue ties at the G already, I'd imagine. <laughs> uh, five wide and they cover. Mark Hunter, Mark, a very good morning to you on Grand Final Day. Morning, Richard. What's happening? No, I'll be... Uh, you going? I most certainly am. But Outstanding. I've got a tongue tie on, so I'll be okay. <laughs> Who are you tipping in the in the grand final, mate? I'll go. For, I'll go with the Swans. Oh yeah, why? Well, they remind me very much of the Bulldogs of 2016. They're young, they're manic, and when they're on song, they just don't let up on you. So I, I think they can get over the line in a close one. What a game it'll be! Uh, let's dive into Mornington today. Now it's uh, soft. Five goes up, eight races to get through. Let's uh, let's jump in and go down the board for race number one here. And we start with some three-year-old fillies in a benchmark 64,000 metres. And uh, number one, Prairie Flower is not there. We spoke to Michael Kent Jr. this morning. I think they expect We Nessie to be winning. The market says as much. $1.45. Uh, number two, We Nessie in a clear favourite, obviously. Number three, Over Shady at $11. Number four, Lavetta is in the mix, clearly here at three fifty. dollars uh, Five, Flora's Dreaming, 16 Six, Fighting Tsunami at $17. A debutante and takeout numbers, 7 and eight. Field of five for you, Dean, to face the start in race number one. What do you think will happen here? Uh, I think probably Wee Nessie will win uh, here, Richard. She's uh, run well at stakes level last start. She won her maiden before that, and she's got race fitness and form on her side. We're probably her main dangers are both first up over Shady. Looks to have trialled up well. Lavetta. I thought her most recent trial was just fair, but it was five weeks ago, so she's had a chance made to improve, and Flora's dreaming uh, next best on the home track. But, uh, yeah, she's a very short wee Nessie, but she probably starts the day as a winner. Two, three, four, five. Yeah, two, four, three, five for me. A wee Nessie should win, should roll forward, sit probably up outside the leader, control the race from there, and at 1,000 metres, I think suits it better. It should get over the line to beat number four, Lavetta. Didn't beat much on debut, but won okay. Uh, recent jump out as Dean said was a bit average. Three over Shady resumes. It's trialled all right, and Flora's dreaming next best, but not good enough to win. Two should win, two, four, three, and five. Takes us on to race two out of Mornington today. The Polvin Fencing Handicap. It'll be a Phillies and Mares benchmark 70 over the mile, where number one, Hanboshi is at $18. Number two, Defiant Diva. She is a $2.40 favourite with the tab fixed market and a $3.60 favourite on the tote. Number three, Divine Diosa at $7.50. Four, Mississippi at $3.50. Five, Fiasco Test, $7.00. Six, Missy Longport at $7.00. And number seven, Rathkeel is an $81 chance. But uh, the Corsons Yard here have number two, Defiant Diva. She's a pretty consistent mark and she's a current $2.40 fixed favourite for race two. Yeah, probably wins, Richard. I think its last run was good in a race that 
probably stronger than this. Got a little claim for Matty Cartwright. Small field, won't be too far away. Can get over the top of them and get the money to beat number four, Mississippi, who will appreciate a drawing track. Should get a nice run just behind the speed. I think three, Divine Diosa. Just about ready to improve this horse. Didn't have much luck last time. And next best, number five, Fiasco Tess, who's thereabouts, but I think more of a place chance. Two should win, two, four, three, and five. Yeah, same four numbers, but I'm going to go with Mississippi. The little query is her running a strong 1,600 metres, and she hasn't won for a while, but she's going to get a great run here, and I'm leaning her way from two defiant diva. She was in last night. She had no hope last night. I'm glad they scratched, and she's in tomorrow as well in a race that might have been a challenge. So they found the right race. She's the danger. Uh, fiasco Tess, I think uh, her last run was... Uh, at least a little bit better and uh, on the home track here. And Divine Diosa, it's close to D-Day. I thought it, it last run she made a little bit of late ground, but uh, the best of her form would win this in a canter. She's beaten on Thunderstruck at Caulfield but, uh, and been stakes place, but I just want to see her do it today. Four, two, five and three. On to the third race at Mornington we go today. This is over the 2,000 metres of benchmark 70 for the Penang Turf Club Trophy. Race three sees number one, King's Charisma, not there. Favourite is number two, Holster, uh, for the Yagis and going for back-to-back wins. $2.80 favourite here, $3.30 on the tote at the moment. So two eighty fixed about number two, Holster. Three's out. Number four, Nordic, is at $10. Five, Rising Light. Going for three wins in a row, Rising Light at $3.80. Number six, Hopkins at $7.50. Seven minus Prince 26. Number eight, Carbonetti is there at $4.20. Take out number nine and number 10, Sacred Lass. She is there at $13. But Holster again appears in good form, going for back-to-back wins here. Dean, a $2.80 fixed favourite at the moment for race three. He's got a very good chance, Richard. He was magnificently ridden last start, took all of his uh, main rivals out of their comfort zone at Sandown Hillside. I think Carbonetti's got a good chance here. I think last start he was just basically out-sprinted, and I think he'd be better to just be rolling into a race, and maybe at 2,000 metres he can do that. I think he's got a good chance to form around his last run's good also. Holster's got a terrific chance on the home track. Uh, Ten sacred lass is ready to fire, and... The fact that it hasn't rained, I was a bit worried about maybe a, a wet track would be against her, but the improving track is in her favour. And Rising Light, uh, the Tassie visitor, who'll be on the pace, got to run 2,000 metres, but racing quite well. 8 2 10, 5. Yeah, I'll tip number two, Holster. It was a great ride there last time. He just went fast at the right time and put paid to the rest of them. Jamie Carr to ride here, rolls forward again, racing well to beat number six, Hopkins. Coming back in trip, going to be back, but the small field will be weaving through and running on. Eight Carbonetti, thereabouts, raced up on the speed and battles on OK, and five Rising Light. They have to be weaker races coming through, but it's winning well. Two, six, eight, and five. We go on to the fourth race on the day here at Mornington, a benchmark 70. We're going over the 1,000 metres here. Number one, Rock Artist is at $10, resumes today. Two along the river at $7.50. Three direct. Why is that something about him? This 
Director was up and going early. Resumes here is a $7 chance. Number four, Elite Legacy at $18. Scratch number five. Number six, your favourite here, Najem Sahail for the Griffiths to Cockyard at $2.15. Resuming here is three uh, $3.50 toad favourite, but a, a pretty short fixed favourite at $2.15. Number seven, Baltimore Bullet at $26. Eight, Hydra Star 13. Nine, Rattle and Bang is at $9.50. Ten, Cremosa at 21. And Jocelyn uh, is number 11 is a $26 chance. 12 and 13, not there. $2.15 favourite. Number six here, Najem Suhail. Mark, looks promising. A winner first up or not? Oh, it's fast. Uh, don't know how fast, I don't know how long it'll be fast for. Look, I'll, I'll pick number two along the river, who I think's. Just going to get a beautiful run behind the fast speed, come out at the right time, and I'll go with it each way here. To beat number six, Najem Sahail, who just flew along in the trials, won by a big space. It's just hard to tell if it will sustain that for a 1,000 metres. Uh, three direct, comes off a break, having been gelded, looks to have trialled up OK. An eight hydro star, suited by the speed, running on, has got a place chance. Two, six, three and eight. Uh, yeah, I'm very similar. Uh, two six three nine. I just think along the river each way is a each way special. Uh, he's going really well. Beaten by stablemate Vivian two starts back. Did a good job to win last start. Overcame a bit of difficulties. Gets a beautiful run here. Nazim Sahail. Uh, he's flown along at the trials on his home track and on a big track. Thousand metre start at Mornington from a wide draw. He'll want to step and really get running because uh, he'll be turning all the way otherwise and. Uh, that's the query if you're taking a short price. Direct is drawn directly inside the, the favourite and will probably get a card across. Uh, he's been gelded, looks to have trolled up quite well and I've put in Rattle and Bang who was beautifully suited in the small field last start but on the home track next best. Two six three nine. Race five is the first leg of the quaddy at Mornington today, and the fast labour higher benchmark seventy over the fifteen hundred metres down the board for the first leg of the quaddy. We see one not there. Number two, Signers Express five dollars. Three Deal Blaster is at nine dollars fifty. Four Nevaez is an eight dollar chance. Five Seb Song is at $9.50. Favourites number six here for Philip Stokes, Two Bay Shore. Second up is a $2.70 fixed favourite. Not the tote favourite, though. Uh, that on a goes to number eight here, French Emperor. Uh, $6 fixed, currently $4.50 on the tote. Lot to play out, of course. Number nine... Kitella resumes here at $23. Number 10, Big Brew is at $16. Uh, 11, Setshuayo is a $26 chance and scratch number 12. So, Two Bay Shore is your favourite here at the moment with the tab fixed market. $2.70. Uh, that's tab number six here, Dean, for race five at Mornington. How are you seeing it? Yeah, I like that form line, Richard, of Two Bay Shore and Cena's Express. And I don't think there's a lot between them. And uh, I'm going to go with Cena's Express at the, the better price, fitter for the run last time out, drawn a good gate with the claim uh, I'm leaning his way, but uh, Two Bay Shaw can certainly win. His run first up was good. Uh, eight French Emperor with fitness on his side, probably rolls forward from the wide draw, gives a sight in four Navayas, who looks a likely leader, gets around Mornington quite well. Next best, two, six, eight and four. Yeah, I like Science Express. I thought it was a better run than Two Bay Shore, and it'll just need luck from the draw. It's going to be buried away, which is not a great spot at Mornington traffic needs to clear. If the breaks come, I think Signers Express can win to beat number six to Bayshore, who was okay without raving there first up. It's fitter. It's drawn to have clear air, which is a bonus around here. Four Novaes, 
the leader. Always hard to run down around Mornington and eight French Emperor, who's going okay without raving. It's getting fitter. It's got some hope. I like two, but it just needs some luck. Two, six, four, and eight. Moving on to race six now at Mornington. Uh, Phillies and mares here in a benchmark 70 over the 1,200 metres. And we see number one here, New York Baby, is at $17. Two, Apple Amur is at $7.50. Three, La Roque at $6. Number four, Nicolite is an $8 chance. Number five, London Point. Uh, resuming here. Unbeaten, $10 chance. Number six, Morning uh, morning Melody at $13. Seven, Chaloon at $7.50. Number eight, Summit Queen is an $8 chance. Scratch number nine. Number 10, Lovey May at $23. Now, our $5 favourite is number 11, Patrika Gold. They're at $5 fixed. And number 12, The Sisters is a $13 chance. So, Mark, a lot to play out, I suppose, with this market. A um, few promising girls here. How do you see it? Wide open, Richard. I wouldn't be shocked what one really. I'll go with number seven, Shaloon, who I like to twin first up. It'll be fitter. It should get a nice run from the draw to beat two Apre Lemur, who will punch forward from that gate. Give you a sight. The last hundred, the query. Uh, five London point. It's over. It's New Zealand wins have been okay. Recent trial was just fair, but should be running on. And six morning melody. Fit of those last couple, goes forward on the speed, suited 1,200 metres and got a chance. Seven, two, five and six. Yeah, I like Morning Melody at a bit of a price here. Number six, uh, I thought uh, first up run was really good, uh, narrowly beaten and then stayed at 1,000 metres last start. Didn't have the dash uh, to do that, but uh, I thought she ran well nonetheless and up to 1,200. She's won three or four at the trip. I'm with her to beat 11, Patrika Gold. She runs through a maiden win uh, on debut. She'll nearly win this race first up. Uh, seemed to trial okay. Seven, Chaloon from the Archie Alexander Stable. One first up and four, Nicolai. It's going to give away a big start, but will be at least strong late. Six, 11, seven and four. Okay, working our way through Mornington here. Dean Lester, Mark Hunter uh, breaking this program down for us. Let's get on to the seventh race on the program here. And it's our feature, uh, the mile and a half listed uh, RM Ansett Classic here. Race for $175,000 and uh, attorney's not there. Number two, Irish Flame is and is at $14. Number three, The Good Fight at $11. Number four, Tiger Tiger is at $13. Five, Port Guillaume at $23. Number six, Saracen Knight is your favourite. $3.10 fixed and $3.30 on the toe. Number seven, Harmesian is at $7.50. Eight Impulsar at four eighty. Nine King of the Castle four forty. Uh, Ten Verimli is at forty one dollars. And number eleven Swelter Magic the Ruffy at one hundred and fifty one dollars. So uh, Dean the Stayers get their chance here. What's the, what's the quality like here? Where do these Stayers fit into uh, maybe the bigger cups picture? Oh, I don't think they fit in, you know, unless a horse like King of the Castle, who ran very well in an Irish St. Ledger, and he's a horse I really like, but he's very low rating at the moment, so he's only an 80 rater, so he's probably got to win today and virtually win the Bart Cummings next Saturday to get into anything uh, of any note. Um, the good fight's an, an eight-year-old, so he's not going to get any better, but a uh, case of what might have been last start, he's got a naught next to his name, but... I think he'd have gone home as well as King of the Castle, if not a bit better. And three runs under his belt, just thought he was a little bit over the odds. Number three, uh, six, Saracen Knight's going to get a beautiful run. He's racing well. He drops in weight. As I said, King of the Castle, I think if he handles Mornington, 
he's good enough to beat these. His run at Flemington was good. He was posted very wide, and he still wanted to find the line, uh, and he's on the limit weight here. And Seven Harmissian, um, who ran well to Desert Icon, and that form looks okay. I think they're the four better chances, but I'll put them in three, six, nine, and seven. Yeah, I'm going with that Flemington race from last start as well with number nine, King of the Castle. I thought he was... It was Dower, but hit the line well enough to say it'll be fitter. I think the small field suits, the speed looks all right. And King of the Castle might just show enough improvement here to outstay them to beat number three. The good fight comes through the same race, looked to be travelling well enough to say certainly would have finished a lot closer if it got clear, but just ran straight into backsides. Out to six, Harrison Knight, who gets a nice run behind the speed, he's honest, and four, Tiger Tiger. First up from a spell, I liked his recent trial. He'll be picking his way through and running on. Nine, three, six, and four. And that takes us to the eighth and last there at Mornington today. The Austin waterproofing and a benchmark 70 at the 1,200 metres. Another open market. We see number one, it's Tornado Storm at $15 resuming. Number two, five-finger discount at uh, 31. Number three, Brasada is at 34. Favourites number four, Invincible Jet, and is $4 fixed and $4.20 on the tote at the moment. Number five, our Lone Star 26. Number six, he's exceptional at $8. Number seven, La Caress is at 19 Number eight, uh, Omanika is a $41 chance. Number nine, Address Melbourne at 21 Number 10, All England going for back-to-back wins, $11 here. Scratch number 11. 12, Darsandamil at 13 13, Do Your Punk is at $7. 14's out. 15, Voltan at $8. 16's not there. 17, Rolling Moss is a $26 chance. 18, Heskett, $11. And uh, we'll go with that number 19, Van so, sizable field to finish off here. Mark, who do you like in the eighth and last? It's a wide open race, Richard. I'm going to tip the toppy here. Good odds. Number one, it's Tornado Storm, who's just jumped out of the ground since joining the Noonan Stable. It resumes on its home track. I thought it trialled well enough recently. Obviously got the big weight, and we'll get back, but look for it to hit the line hard to beat 10 All England, who, given a great ride at Sandown to score after not much luck first up, it's got a chance again. Four Invincible Jet. It'll charge forward, sit up on the speed, be hard to run down. And 13, do your punk who wish to try it a little bit better, but by this stage, the fence might be a bit off. It'll have clear air. It's in the mix also. 1, 10, 4, and 13. I'm going to go with uh, Invincible Jet, number four. He's uh, just a good, fast horse, makes his own luck. Uh, he's racing well. He gets his chance around morning to maybe just scoot away and hold on. Uh, I think our lone star is the one that odds worth considering uh, he's trolled up well. Uh, he can be a bit hit and miss, but he has one at Flemington, one at Sandown. So the best of his form is good enough to win a race like this. Uh, 15, Voltan. Uh, it was an impressive first up winner last campaign in uh, Maiden Company. He's trolled nicely and to five-finger discount. He was in a benchmark 84 last start. Far from disgrace behind the garden. Drops to 70 grade here with a claim. Looks very well weighted. Four, five, 15 and two. Okay, uh, eight races there at Mornington, and uh, that is a look at those races. Uh, Dean, I might just stay with you for your best and value there for Mornington today. Uh, through the middle of the program, Richard, I like a couple each way. I like uh, race four, number two, along the river. Race five, number two, Seniors Express, and the best value, race six, number six, uh, Morning Melody. Have you looked anywhere else around the place today or sticking with uh, Mornington? 
I'm with Ellsberg to win race nine up your way today. I think he's a, a great winning chance. Yeah, Tim Clark, uh, his best ride today, Tim told us earlier. What about you, Mark? Your best, and you've certainly found some value late in the day. Yeah, pretty tough day down here, Richard. It's not, I don't think it's a great punning day. I'll go my best race, seven, number nine, King of the Castle, and my value race, eight, number one, it's Tornado Storm. Okay, you're looking towards Morphaville. You've found something there you quite like? Yeah, I thought King's Charisma was a moral here at Mornington. It was in race three. They've taken it across to Adelaide what looks no harder, so I thought King's Charisma could win race two, number one. Okay, race two, number one, currently there as a $3.80 fixed chance with the tab, 460 on the tote. Well, we have you guys, um, yeah, big, big day tomorrow, I mean, Underwood Stakes days. Race seven uh, tomorrow, million dollars, group one. I might just get a bit of a, a snapshot from the both of you, Dean. You can go first if you like six runners, and um, I'm Thunderstruck, Zaki, Alligator Blood, Mr. Brightside, Mawanga, and Nonconformist. Small but select, but gee, some proper animals in the underwood. Certainly is, Richard. Uh, I'm sort of using the all-star mile as a bit of a reference. Uh, Zaki got a very easy lead from the wide draw. I'm Thunderstruck, had to push through and, and chased well. But Mr. Brightside missed the start, was totally out of position, over-raced, and still ran fourth. And he's a much better horse now. And uh, I just think he's well and truly in the conversation here. I think he gets marked as a lightweight winner of a Doncaster, and I think he's a lot better than that. I think mm. yeah, he's the one over the odds. What about you, Mark? Have you had a bit of a look? Yeah, I'm going to go with the one Thunderstruck. I think the challenge for Zaki will probably be having to sit outside a horse and be too strong at 1,800 metres. Mr Brightside probably sits on their back, gets the beautiful run, and uh, I'm Thunderstruck tracks him into the race, so... It'll be on the last 200 metres. I'm just going with the on Thunderstruck to finish over the top. We had uh, we had Michael Kent Jr. on this morning and we we're about to let him go, guys. He goes, oh, you, you've got to have something on Age of Chivalry in the Sandown Stakes, he told us. And he, uh, he, 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 can, he can have that ticket. <laughs> <laughs> He's been, they've been talking him up all preparation. Uh, I think if the track stays dry, he'll run better. But, uh, yeah, he doesn't win out of turn, Age of Chivalry. Okay. Dean, Mark, thank you, guys. Enjoy grand final day. We'll speak next Saturday. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Richard. Thanks, Good on you, fellas. Good work, Dean Lester and Mark Hunter. With a look at the Mornington today and a little bit of a snapshot on Underwood Stakes Day, Keekling Underwood Stakes Day uh, in Melbourne tomorrow. It's around 27 minutes past nine, Racing HQ Saturday. Lovely to have your company on this Saturday morning. Uh, it just rips by, doesn't it? Um, uh, the time are almost um, due for our uh, Toowoomba preview. Michael Maxworthy's done the form for Toowoomba. We'll have our first two-year-old race of the season there today, the Pat O'Shea up there at Toowoomba. Certainly first two-year-old race in Queensland, and uh, our babies will be getting going pretty soon as well. Gary Harley, he'll join us at around about a quarter to ten for the Newcastle preview. Um, flick your texts in for the guys. Um, we'll have Darren Flindell, Brad Davidson, Hurls and myself. We'll have another crack at the Behind the Gates multi again today. It's been uh, good to us in recent times, but uh, you never know what can happen. Of course, if you've had a go at the punters panel multi from yesterday, and good luck to you. Hopefully that lands for you as well. We'll have a crack with our Behind the Gates multi. Um, that'll, uh, that bet will go live after 10 o'clock. It'll appear on the Tab app. Have a bit of a hunt 
to around that tab app. It's um, It's been updated in a bit of new technology, so have a bit of a fish around there for yourself. I'm sure Hurls will elaborate uh, when he jumps in here about the tab app. But flick your text in for Darren and Davo as well, and Hurls and myself, if you like, 0419-767-272. That's 0419-767-272. Your chance to uh, hit Davo up, ask him his thoughts on some of these races today. And we know Davo, he's never too backward in being forward with his thoughts and comments, and we like it that way. And, uh, of course, Darren Similar get a chance to uh, fire away some questions at, uh, at our race caller in Darren Flindell. We'll take a short break uh, on Racing HQ Saturday on the other side. It is Michael Maxworthy. He's done the form for Toowoomba, and his preview comes up shortly. Introducing the all-new Kia Niro, available as a hybrid or full electric model. This SUV is smarter than your average car, featuring Kia Connect technology. Take control of your Niro with your smartphone. Cold out? Turn up the heat before you get in. Forgot where you parked? Relax. The app will lead the way. The all-new Kia Niro in hybrid or all-electric. It's smarter than your average car. Kia. Movement that inspires.